I am the greatest director of all time. I'm the greatest Jedi of all time. I am 50% more than anybody else on the earth. Everybody. Oh, I'm looked. 50% more. Episode 7 of Rebel Scum Radio, we're back once again. Uh, this week we've got Star Wars news, X-File reviews, uh, we've got Jim Bob doing his music mix special for the first time, we've got another Meaning of Life, which is very exciting, we'll uh, break down and ye olde sayings of the past and see what they really mean, and we'll break down the best TV shows of 2016 in a monster TV special. Twas a monster. Of course, I am Carlos, and once again, I'm jo- joined by John O. Hello. And Jim Bob Jones. G'day. How are you? Yes, good. Good, 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 That doesn't really work. Pretty good, pretty good. CCs are my favourite Doritos. Yes. Of course that Um Now, we'll get rid of some formalities first before we... Get into uh, oh, is that because you're not very good at um, spreading the uh, the message of, of of If I didn't write these down in show notes, I would never yeah. remember to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. It's early, it's early onset. Something he even mentions something. the wrong URL. I mentioned yeah. the wrong URL. So all kinds of stuff. But we do have a website, <laughs> which I will be doing some major updates on this. Ooh. Ooh. That'll be exciting. Um, and I've got lots of content in drafts that's ready to go. I think, Jono, you've written a bit of a uh, Deadpool, Deadpool yeah. review that's about to go up. Yep. So that'll all go up over the next four or five days, so that'll be good. We're also, and if you're following us on social, you'll get, the, you'll get the first news on when all this stuff drops on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or YouTube. Yes. So you can keep an eye on us there. Now, you're, you're already listening to this podcast, whatever your favourite podcasting app may well be. But tell your friends. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Tell everyone. Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and any other podcasting apps which you would care to find us on. Well, I told my sister the other night to check out rebelscumradio.com, so she... Did she block us? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be curious to see her feedback. I'd just show... Because I showed... uh, um, my dad, how Facebook works last yeah. night, and he'd never really seen Facebook before. So. Has he got a profile? N- no, he doesn't, but he he saw, I guess, what modern times is like, I guess, because he's turning 83 this year, so mm. it's interesting uh, seeing how he uh, his eyes marvelled at just Ooh. how easy it was to just get content around. and Yeah, oh. he's, he's yeah, shocked. It's like, like my... Um, my uh, mum's like a big antiques fan of stuff. Yeah. When I showed her how to use the eBay app on her iPad and search through and look for stuff, how much did That was like she became biologically connected. 
to that device. But I, I showed Dad Street View in Google yeah. Maps, and yeah. he was like, Are, "You're kidding me!" This How is, the yeah, hell? yeah. He he was shocked. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but, pretty because he you, likes a good atlas. He loves a good atlas. Yeah, I think sometimes, like now, we kind of in this modern age, we kind of. Take it for granted. Yeah, we d- yeah. we dismiss that stuff yeah. and we don't think about how amazing that basic technology is that we take for granted mm. every, every day. But having yeah. said that, though, we don't have to type in um, commands into C drive or D drive. You know, load disk, load load yeah. <laughs> dot exe files. You no know. CD. Dot, I, I just CD discovered dot, the dot, 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 yeah. the, the voice typing today on Google. Yeah. Google Docs. We just don't have to type. You just speak, and they just speak. Type so Google word. Docs is like a, a Microsoft Word, Word embedded into Google yeah. Engine. Oh. How awesome is that? Is there, well, jeez, <laughs> pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, can they make a robot dance? though? So? no, no, no robot <laughs> dancing. Is the robot's dream of sheep? No. No. I don't think I don't think Google's worked that no. out yet. No, no. Go, Google haven't worked yet. Go, Google, 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 Google. Also, the Google is unable to tell us at the moment um, exactly when Rogue One trailers are coming out. But the good folk, Dark of the Dark, at Disney and Lucas have some kind of idea because they have seen two or three um, versions of said trailer. For said Rogue One movie of different tones, darker and lighter, and they're just deciding now which one to release first to the market. <laughs> yeah, it's high time they release it. Now it's like eight months to go. Yeah, the marketing machine's going to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, you assume that it will start up after Batman and Superman. Yeah, because they don't want to. No, nobody would care about Star Wars until that's released. Yeah, until that's done. I'll, I'll yeah. laugh if if the Rogue One trailer's like, you know, <laughs> let's get back to the be- the. It's going to the, judge our big for no, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Like it, it starts. It starts on in the, the beach desert with, on the beach with the gungans. It's, it's on the gungans swimming with the gungans. I'm rolling in the sand. Josh <laughs> um, wakes up on the beach. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please continue on, um, So it starts off with a, a long shot, long wide angle shot of the uh, the, the desert again, and the same similar. Music and that that deep foreboding voice that everyone thought was Benedict Cumberbitch, but batch. it wasn't. Batch, yeah. <laughs> are you a Cumberbitch? Bo- Cumberbotch? Batch. He botched it, did he? Cum- did Cumberbatch. he botch? Did he botch the opening? No, it's just that because so I, I reckon he would have. I think we should pronounce his name politely, just in, in case, case one get, day in the future, get him on the show. This yeah. podcast actually goes somewhere, and we need to get him on the on the oh, show. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, so apologise to Bernard. Benedict. <laughs> Benedict. Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. Bernie. Bernie Cumberbatch. Yeah, but what I'd love in Rogue One is like instead of <laughs> Finn popping up in a Stormtrooper's yeah. ga- gasping for air, yeah. it's, actually, it's actually a Bothan, the last one dying. The last Bothan. Yeah, the last Bothan dying is the opening. They should make to a Rogue movie about the last Bothan. The last. <laughs> The last Bothan. The last Bothan. And, and, and well, when I get in contact with the, with the, with the Nguyen brothers, let's get them to make a short film about yeah. the, the, the last, last Bothan. Bothan. Yes. Yes. That'd be your film, start a revolution. Yeah. Film, film down at Sandringham Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fly him over. We'll fly him over. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put him up at the Mentone Hotel. <laughs> 
They've got a they've got good tapas there. They have. They have. It's a very nice pub inside. Tap just tap 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 tap. Now there are some little rumours going around about Darth Vader's role in Rogue One. Um, apparently he's in there much more than what the rumours have even said what he's going to be. And apparently there's quite a grisly and gruesome set of scenes that, that he's in, including decapitating bodies and uh, and dismembering foes by throwing his lightsabers and levitating said dead bodies up in the air and using them as meat shields. Now, but that that's would, a pretty that would be dark event. That would be R-rated. Yeah, it would be yeah. pretty highly... Re- well, it, I mean, it's going to be. No. It's going to have to be M fifteen eighty. M A fifteen plus. Is if fine. it's going to be like a, a a big epic war film, like they say it is, it's like I don't know what was something like um, Saving Private Ryan or something. That right, kind right, of thing. I can't remember. But I mean, if it's those kind of war scenes in it, then you expect it to be an M eighteen plus film or something. But Deadpool had that kind of violence where they was like decapitating people and then yeah, holding it up. With yeah, and that was R rated, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Disney would go that far. No. Um, unless they want the record, want to break the record for of the Deadpool. Uh, of yeah. the Deadpool thing. <laughs> well, which Superman and Batman is trying, no, to, are, trying to do. Yeah. No, but that's going to come out on DVD. Oh, yeah. just on DVD. Okay. So that'll be the first. Yeah, because I was under the assumption that it was going to be in the movies, like yeah. the special, oh, that's, that's right. the so Dendy. just on DVD. They're going to bring in an R-rated version. It's, it's going to get it in the Dendy cinema to see the R-rated version of Superman. Super shorts, they call him. That's his... That's his. That's his. Uh, old, <laughs> that's his alter ego name. Super shorts. Old super shorts. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be on the DVD. Uh, it's going to be called Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition. Ooh. Hey, I've got a question for you, Jono. You're yeah. you're you're Instagram savvy. Yep. Um, with all your, jeez, I've lost count of all your followers now. But anyway, um, one point two, one point two, one point one k followers. Um. 1.2 is, is, is old Jim Bob Earl Jones on Instagram and or Twitter and or James Facebook? Earl Jones. Let me check. Because uh, Darth Vader just wouldn't be quite convincing without the old Jim Bob Earl. Old Jim Bob Earl Jones? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's savvy with... Uh, because because it'd be nice um, if he dropped like a hint on... Um, but even with... Um, even today, when you see uh, no, modern no James Earl Jones, maybe if you even modern voice morphing software now that they've got, like if they've got a sample of James Earl Jones' voice sample, they can generate that from a computer, like where it's ninety nine point nine percent. Who was the voice in, in Rebels? Darth Vader. Is it convincing in Rebels? I, yeah. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, Rebels is quite good. I yeah. actually. I actually don't know. I didn't even think about it. It seems spot, spot, spot on. So oh, just the, the Darth voices I've heard in computer games aren't quite that good. Yeah. Um, now, whilst we're from, um, from talking memory. about some DVDs and stuff around Star Wars, now, the DVD and Blu-ray for Force Awakens release date's April 5th, and there's been a little Gee, news. that's not very far away at all. Oh, no. It was James Earl Jones. So it is in James, James, James Earl Jones. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, Jim Bob. So he's still working about yeah. the joint. So yeah. yeah, there's no reason why. Yeah, why but that's why I'm asking. Has he got a Twitter account where he's dropped a hint about Rogue One or something? Probably not. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. It'd be his. He's PR agency that controls yeah. his Twitter account anyway, so it wouldn't really matter. But <clears throat> Star Wars: Force Awakens DVD Blu-ray April fifth this week. A couple of the films editors Mary Jo Markey and Marianne Brandon. Released some basic information about the deleted scenes, 
that there'll be seven available on the DVD and Blu-ray. So, are they going to be rough, like really super rough, deleted scenes, as in not properly post-production type, or um, is it going to be? Because remember the episode one, episode two deleted scenes were um, well, a bit shabby. They're kind of talking down the deleted scenes actually in this interview, which was done on the Independent um, website in the UK. <laughs> Where they've kind of gone, oh, yeah, there's one Han Solo one, there's one Ray one. They're not really all that special. They kind of just kind of stay that we've made the film the way it should be made. These are just extra bits that really don't affect much in the film. But it'd be interesting to see something new. Yeah, at least when you get these deleted scenes, you get them uh, a mindset of why they edited the film yeah. in a, in a right. particular way. So these scenes must have been close to getting in. So you can start imagining the films with them in it. Is that going to include Luke's hand in space? (laughs) (laughs) They haven't mentioned anything about that. Um, Luke's hand in space. 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 Oh, and uh, James L. L. Jones, he does have a Twitter account. He does. His last tweet was on the 3rd of December, 2015. That's a long time ago. 12,000 followers. 12,000? Yeah, not, not enough. No, we have. We should follow him. Say good day. Get him on the show. See how he's going. Um, yeah. So there's Force Awakens not far away. It'll be interesting to see. I was actually surprised because I think when I pre-ordered the Blu-ray in December when the movie came out, yep. I think it was April 29th or something. And I think it was. I mean, it's still four or five. Months, What's but what are they? Have they said what aspect ratio they're gonna? Um, have the film in for the... No. Because yeah. I was a bit disappointed when um, I watched the L- Lucas cut of Return of the Jedi. Everyone was disappointed. Mm. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, because cause the original disc, which was the original um, seven, uh, 80s cut, yeah. um, came on one disc. And then the bonus disc was the Lucas edit. But... The original mm. one was shown in its original film aspect ratio that was at the cinema. So it got the black box above and below. Yeah. And it looked fantastic because you could see all of his gushing wide shots and stuff. But in the, the edits, they'd zoomed in and left a little pinstripe at the top and pinstripe at the bottom, which when you're watching a full screen telly is a bit, it's a bit odd. Whereas if you're watching something in that you know super duper sixteen by nine format, it's like ah, oh, I'm getting the full, the full original yeah. Panavision experience. But the rehash have tried to zoom in, so they're cutting film off off the original film. What a disappointment that oh, was, Lucas. Oh, Georgie boy. Good old Jesus, Lucas. He's a menace to filmmaker. I mean, Zeno. Zeno. <laughs> 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 just like, just when I think about things more with George Lucas, it even um, when he remade like Return of the Jedi and stuff, and he changed Anakin Skywalker, yeah, like the Force Ghost mm. from the old guy to, yeah. I think that's, that's like he cutting the old guy out yeah. of the movie now. Yeah. Cut Boba Fett out with his voice. Yeah. It could have been anyone un- yeah. under that mask. Yeah. Changing into Jonah from Tonga, <laughs> and now pippies <laughs> and um, too many pippies. Now he's he's cutting people. I think. I think it says it all when Work you out. when you see him on the red carpet at the Force Awakens opening night, 
And you see him go up to the director of Jurassic Park and go, I will end you! <laughs> I think, Don't wake the snake! <laughs> I, think, I think that sums up where George is at. Yeah, I will end you! <laughs> in, in a little high-pitched voice. You know? You drinking my sake, Kimo-san? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Poor old Disney having to deal with George. I know. But there's other stuff that Disney have been having to deal with. <laughs> and that's fun parks. Ah, yes. Now, um, there's been some concept art released of their fun parks in which they're planning for for, uh, the Disney parks in California and in Orlando. So... Flicking through the images, and we'll put these. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes, and we'll. It's a bit. A- be- let's just say it's a bit better than Wobby's World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From yeah. looking at the pictures, yeah, it's a to step up from Wobby's World. Yeah, and yeah. go buy a park. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and for and for those listeners, probably in the United States, go buy a park was a. Crappy version of, <laughs> was a crappy version of Wally's World. Like if you've seen, seen Vacation with Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that Wally's World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wally's, Wally's World. world. Wally's World. <laughs> so, we're, we're the first ones here, Russ. <laughs> first ones here. <laughs> is, that the, is that the film where like the side of his car had wood grain paneling yeah, yeah. on the, on the yeah, car? Yeah. <laughs> They don't make cars like that anymore. They just don't. I, you just don't see wood grain on cars anymore. Full no, stop. Well, I was well. They used to put wood grain in everything. Like my old console, my television had wood grain on it. Yeah. Oh, like that's when they made gaming machines. Yeah, yeah but of, then, then in the early to mid eighties, they started um, printing wood grain, and then it would peel off the telly because yeah, because the, the sticky would run out, yeah. would, would dry out, and. Y- y- yeah, the, the the wood grain would peel off your telly. Was, you still have wood grain on some of the cars. Yeah, the interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really. Yeah, if you, if you get a nice Jaguar, yeah, like yeah. a nice Jaguar, like that, that's all wood grain. Yeah, and I, I think all the Rolls Royce interiors have um, yeah. probably the nicest uh, mahoganys that you can yeah. that are available in the market. Anyway, um, we've got. I'm going to chuck in a piece of news here. It's actually not on the show runner. Hang on, have we finished talking about no, we theme got, park? Theme park. Is that over? Is that, Have we stopped talking about that? Well, we that? flicked through the pictures. It looks pretty amazing. Hang on, is this at Disneyland in uh, California, California? and Orlando. California. Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Cool. Is there going to be a massive Falcon, Millennium Falcon? Well, There's nothing you... in the concept, though. That... Uh, no, 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 there's one shot that has the Millennium Falcon in it, which is pretty good. Yeah. Go down a bit. There's, oh, that was yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because... Hey, I've never thought about traveling to America, but Until now. I've, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I've chatted to the wifey a few times about you know let, let's go to you know New York one day. Don't and, go to and Vegas. LA. Stay away from downtown. Well, I, I, I'm scared. Don't, of, no. don't go to Compton. <laughs> I'm scared. Of, I'm scared of Grisham. From, Grisham from uh, what's that? Uh, what's that show? CSI. Um, Grisham. Grisham. Because yeah. all it. What that show has scarred me about Vegas because it's like the crime that must happen there in is, that city. There is one exciting part of this theme park which yeah. they've announced: the cantina, oh. which can only mean one thing. With the cantina band. Oh, I assume there's a cantina band, and I assume there's blue milk on sale. So that's going to be pretty exciting. I don't like you. And there's people that come up to you. I don't like you. Yeah, but obviously they're going to have actors around the park. So you're going to have actors in like droid suits and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Is it going to be a, a Han and Greedo just shooting each other? That would be exciting. That would be exciting. Yeah. I think we discussed this the other day. 
where oh, we discussed. Um, hang on, here's an idea. Yeah. How about if one was to go on to the Millennium Falcon? Part of the experience is hiding in the stowaway areas, and that's part of the tour. And then Hunt you company. get to play a hologram game on the chessboard. That that's all a part of the experience. That would be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay ten bucks. To, oh, sorry, twenty dollars no, to get to no, do that. more than that. Because imagine if they had a huge line. What do you do if you play a Wookiee? It's like, do you let the Wookiee win? Or? I don't know. It's what, not like wise giant, to upset a, a Wookiee. Chess, chess but it'd be good if like, um, if you were being like a bit of a dickhead in like the cantina bar and like, um, and that Cornelius character walks up to you and he goes, I don't like you. My friends don't like you either. <laughs> I'm wanted in seven systems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to remember that. I'll be yeah. sure to remember that too. But yeah, but it's going to be a few years apparently until they're up and running. So at the moment, it's just That's a right. pipe dream. Well, but it'd I, be interesting. It'd be great. I mean, it'd be a pretty cool job. Is like, I mean, if you're an actor, well, again, I'll be yeah. I'll be queuing up there to say, yeah, I'll work every day as like a stormtrooper, as a, like a first order yeah. dude. Or yeah. Uh, having recently gone to the old Ballarat, um, you went to. The, I got to see. You went to the dinosaur park out in Christmas? The worst theme park in the world. Hang on, I've got spider issues here. Spider. I've, oh, dang- oh. I've got a dangle up. Hang on. Is it, is First it, spider on the podcast. Is it radioactive? Yeah, bit him. Uh, I'm, I'm Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> Where's Mary Jane? <laughs> Three of the kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that's um, my, com- my uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter Super. days coming out. <laughs> okay. So you went to... The city of gold. Oh no no yeah yeah. So we saw the, uh, uh, the there's like a you can walk through the town in Ballarat for people who are listening in America. Um, yeah, so you can go and people are dressed up in ye old. Um, are you talking about Sovereign Hill? Yeah yeah oh, Sovereign Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Sovereign and um, the worst town yeah, yeah. in the world. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a Carl no. Carl no. It's like for the for people out there. I lived in Ballarat for six seven years. I've. Yeah. Oh. That was the worst tourist attraction in the world. <laughs> um, except for the oldie 10, ten pin bowling. Yeah. That's out of this world. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, and the um, boiled lollies from that lolly shop up there. Oh, yeah, up yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly the best lollies in the world. Possibly. But Castle Main lollies? No, I don't know. They're just Ballarat made like hard boiled lollies in these jars. You can, oh, you, yeah. You're going to get from somewhere. They're expensive. They yeah. come in a gold yeah, tin, they don't they? Yeah, they see the tourists coming. They're yeah, called so. Barnes's, aren't they? Barnes's oh, gold, Ballarat gold or something. I know, I haven't had any about a decade. You know what would be cool at Disneyland theme park? Yeah. And this is an idea that's been, I think, I've I got a feeling it might have started in the UK, London. But um, they did this thing where you go to see a show somewhere, like a movie. See. But, but you're asked to dress up as a part in a film. So, for instance, the one of the ones they did in London, it was. Did you was go? With back Ju- to, did you go with Julia Roberts? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, it's Marty, Marty. <laughs> no. um, uh, so yeah, so they play the film. They play the film um, in the background, but you get to walk around like the town square in Back to the Future. In in eighties yeah. like gear, oh, I saw, and yet I, I saw you have that to the inter- Back to the Future doc- documentary. Yeah, back, you have back, to back in time. They got like a fake lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, and and you have to be the, an actor in the film showing, but also mm. be a part of the 
the town. So, but some lucky people get to be like Biff or or Marty, um, all that kind of stuff, which is nah. which is pretty cool. Nah. Save but, the yeah. clock tower. <laughs> Save the clock tower. <laughs> what, what, what happens? My my kids turning their assholes or something. <laughs> um, but I, it would be nice to go to yeah, to, go to Disneyland. Yeah. You pay hundred bucks and go. I'm going to dress up as a stormtrooper, and you get to reenact a, a, a famous scene. It'd be insane. You get, you get to drop the gun. You know what would be drop great it. at Disney at Disney fan parks? You know those shooting games. If they made a stormtrooper one, and like, because no one would ever win. Because they miss. Because they miss every, every, every time. Yeah, they they never give away a single toy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see them do like Darth Vader taking a force selfie with his phone. So he's got the phone hovering in front of him, and he's like taking photos with fans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the the phone's just dangling there, yeah. taking selfies. I think. I think one. <laughs> I, th- I think once the Blu-ray comes out with Force Awakens and you m- talking about the hovering phone there remind me of a few things. Even with Force Awakens and what Ky- with Kylo Ren's Force set, there's some discontinuity with th- the usage of the Force that uh, it kind of like annoys me a little bit. With um, You know at the start of Force Awakens when he, when he stops the, yep. the laser blast and it's yep. hovering there? I'm kind of like... You know what? Darth Vader never did that. Yeah. Like even in well, like Empire Strikes Back, he just put ha- his hand. Hang on, it. one little stop. One little minute there. I fucking love that scene. Yeah, so it's it's a great scene, but it, it would lead you to believe that Kylo Ren is more powerful, powerful than, Darth, than Vader. Darth Vader. He's got more skills because Darth Vader, when Han Solo shot at him, didn't at he the, block uh, that? And then he he, he just used yeah, his he hand. It, yes. then he, and then he like, but he didn't. He, he didn't like. He could have just hovered it there. But it's it's. Refreshing the medium. It, it, it was a new. It? it was a new trend. It's refreshing new skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's refreshing the um, new skills for the new yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can't. So Luke, just, when I taught him, it's called force hovering at at Padwan Kindy or whatever. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, or, we've digressed a few. Yeah, funny how. Anyway, um, we've got. Oh, there's one other thing I was going to discuss, but actually, I'll. I'll I won't discuss it on here. I'll write an article about it on, yeah. the, on the website. Yeah. Um, this week it was uh, talked about that um, astronauts from Apollo 11 went on the dark side of the moon could hear some weird alien music through their through their instruments on the ship. It was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Megatron? Or? Megatron? Galv, Galv, Galvatron? Galvatron. Galvatron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, it's an old broadcast, sir, but it checks out. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's pretty much been debunked by, um, is that because, by the crew. Is that because someone was pointing a radio dish at Mars and it bounced off Mars back to the dark side of the moon? Is that what happened, or...? Well... What, what's the debunk? Well, it's kind of a bit... Well, I'll write the article about it. I don't want to go to an article. Oh, yeah, yes. Because okay. I want people to go to the website, right. effectively. Yeah. That's, I'm tricking you into going to the website. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but um, effectively, uh, it's it's it, the story got legs because it kind of wasn't talking about since it happened. It's kind of hidden or yep. shuffled away. So when when stuff like that happens, it gets it gets um, blown up a bit out of uh, blown out of proportion. But when you hear um, when you hear, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name, Tom Hanks. No. Um, 
when you hear Mike Collins, who was the the astronaut who remained in the command module orbiting the moon, um, he gives a perfect ex- explanation as to what it was. Um, effectively, it, if I tell you, I'll, I'll put all the details in the in the article. But effectively, he said it was the signals from the mach- from the equipment within the command module that they were hearing on the. When they're on the dark side of the moon, so it was interfering and creating those. Did, did this being back in the day where the old capacitors were the size of um, yeah well, I refrigerators? Mean, when, when, it? when you actually see photos of <laughs> how the command module and lunar lander were built and put together, it's kind of like Ooh. Jesus, it's like a Volkswagen. <laughs> well, it's it starts, amazing they got to the moon. At least it starts in although, the cold, though. Although. <laughs> <laughs> Although Jono would disagree that they ever landed on the moon. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so it wasn't Galvatron? Or, they drove or to the projection of it. They're actually on the dark side of the flat earth. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but um, I'll put a detailed story about that up on it the It wasn't website. Pink Floyd. No. Right. But whilst we're talking about conspiracy theories, the finale of X-Files yep. was last week in the US. <clears throat> we got it this week in Australia. We've we've all seen it. I have watched. Yes. Yeah. What did we all think? What, well, what did we all think of the X Files season as a whole? To me, a couple of the couple of the couple of the standalone episodes were excellent. Yep. Um, but especially uh, episode three. Yes. Yeah. With uh, Rich Darby. Yes, that was yeah. possibly that'd be up there with <laughs> that could possibly be the best X Files yeah. episode of all time outside of the mythology ones. Yeah. So. Worrying about a mortgage, whatever that is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, worrying about a mortgage. I was uh, found out there. Had to go get a job. Ah. Had to lie about That's my it. sex life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess if you haven't seen it yet, I've, I mean, most people, especially in the US, I'm sure they've got on-demand replays um, that they could watch any time. So spoilers, schmoilers. That was, that was an awkward ending. It was an awkward final episode, I thought. Yeah. Like there was there was a bit in there where the cancer man's going through his um, spiel about the end of the world and all that stuff with yeah. Mulder. Kind of like, oh, Flora and Fauna dying and all this stuff. And go, what what do you care about Flora and Fauna dying? Like, is, is that important to you? No. So he was saying really. that he wanted to save the world from yeah, he demons. To save the world, and it's kind of like, is that really? what he meant? That was a problem with the show. I'm not sure what he meant. I'm not sure. It kind of ebbed and flowed in these bits that were just, I don't know, it felt really patchy and weird. And he had, but, a, he had a select few, like the chosen ones. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. but if you just ignore that little bit, that bit for that moment, well, what the, the major plot of, obviously it's all everything coming full circle, yep. um, that... The way he's saying that sort of, well, aliens predicted that we're on a trajectory to to a worrying extinction. So, so we're, what what I gathered from it is that we've got these aliens that came to Earth in Roswell era mm. had because you know they shot the alien that came out of the thingo, yeah, yeah, and but then they, they stole the technology and they took but, his DNA. They took his DNA and used it to inoculate. They they or change the genome of people. They changed so the genome of selected people to protect to protect them from pandemics that they themselves created. 
So like Scully was saved because she had the DNA. Yeah. The yeah. alien DNA. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so she was saved. And it was just... I mean, it was, it was a good... Underneath it all, is a good twist in the mythology yeah. thing to possibly set up um, a new series. Can I or... just tell you what really threw me off in the last episode, like in it? a big way? I don't know if it was comedic or not. Mm-hmm. Agent Einstein? Oh, yes. You oh, really? Oh, my God. Awkward. Awkward. She, I just wanted to slap her in the face. She's an awkward Because it's a serious episode. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. This is like... This is like... She was, she was the, just annoying. This is like the chimichangas of the X-Files universe. The, gr- the world that we grew up in, you know? She was annoying. Yeah. yeah it's like... Yeah, it's like a whiny, whiny little yeah. bitch. Oh, but I, you know, I get nah. a scientific approach to this. And I was like, but I'm a scientist. What's, what's, where did the name Einstein come from? Don't, don't use that name. I, I no, hope, I hope they, don't, they don't start a spin-off with uh, her and the other guy. No, well, I'm beginning to think they're not. Like, I spoke to, to James about this earlier today where we're talking a little bit about X-Files over the water cooler. Yep. And... Um, to me, I think they've set this up for a final film rather than another series. Uh. That would be my take on it. I mean, I, 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 I get the sense that David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson aren't committed to doing the series anymore from their See. interviews before the show. Like, yeah. Mainly because of the other stuff they're doing with, yeah. with Gillian Anderson on The Fall and um, David Duchovny on TV series all over the shop. And yeah. He's a busy man. Uh, Californication, that's all. Yeah, that's wrapped is that, up. That's all wrapped yeah. up, isn't it? Yeah. Did he get a new Porsche in the end? What? What? Did he get a new car? I never watched Californication. Yeah, I, never watched yeah. I only saw. A like I watched. I've watched episodes. It's not. My, I liked his car. It's not, not my thing. A black, black Porsche with a broken light. Yeah. It's quite cool. But I mean, they need to redeem a movie. That would be cool if they like ended on a high note like that. Yeah. I, I, I had a feeling that. Uh, Fox's uh, Mulder's sister might show up in the Ooh. end. Sister, oh yeah. yeah. I got that feeling. Oh, and then, then he just. Was well, that because Smoking Man kind of wants to save him too? He might know about her sister. Maybe. Because yeah. she just disappeared in season one, didn't No, when he was a kid, remember? Yeah, but was that in season one as well? Like they took. They showed there that scene of her sister. There were story arcs with his sister. Yeah. It was quite weird because I remember there was a story arc, I think it's season six. Where they went back to like this desolate military town where um where they alleged where his sister allegedly grew up. Yeah, that rings a bell. That episode, mil- yeah, military yeah. Thing. And then, but I think at the end of the day, they discovered that his sister was dead. Oh, mm. yeah. oh okay. Yeah, I think it was part of a. I remember it being. I mean, there's there's a lot of of X Files episodes, but I, but I specifically remember there was an episode where other children had gone missing and. Um, and there was just like this child predator that they were searching for, yeah. and um, Mulder had some kind of uh, kind of psychologically like shamanistic type connection, and mm. and found out that his sister had passed over the other side, and uh. she wasn't around anymore. So he got some closure on that, I think. Okay. Okay. So, okay. but I but I can't remember whether there's anything after that that I mean there was. There was always massive problems with yeah. continuity in X-Files anyway, right? <laughs> they really struggled to hold yeah. story arcs together outside the mythology yeah. and even then it was a bit of a struggle. I must say though, so. I, I know you're saying about going away from the major plot arc and whatnot, but, but... Oh, no, um, I'm happy that the, if they continued on with that same plot arc, then it's boring. They've reinvented it, mm. which but, is good. But one of the nice things about episode six being the final episode of the current X-Files... 
one of the things that I liked about it, because last weekend on Sunday, I watched episode two of season one mm. and it funnily features Seth Green as a a country town stoner that had mm. stumbled upon a, the military base. He found a fence, yeah, a hole thing. in the fence, and they'd seen all this weird stuff. And yeah. um, but it was cool because, like, when the, you see the ships in that show, they're the, they they're a triangle. Yeah, they got the single beam that shines down on it. Well, that was Mulder, man. Scully, they both saw it. They but, couldn't explain it. And that was the yeah. same ship in the last episode. In the last yeah. episode. That was very yeah. much the 1990s UFO move, though. Like, overall, like, UFOs in the 90s culturally went from flying discs to triangles. Like, that was the thing. Was it the Phoenix Lights? Phoenix Lights was like a boomerang. Yeah. Giant boomerang, but, yeah. I don't know. But there was a, there was a Belgian wave, which was all triangles. Mm. With all flying triangles, and then a lot of flying triangles have been seen. Like um, it's like the toasty version of the Borg ship, yeah, from Star Trek. <laughs> there was, there's been lots of sightings of flying triangles flying behind, um, flying behind fuel planes, fuel yeah. carriers. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much sure the triangles are all military planes. Mm. Uh, and and but, apparently there was a cameo. Uh, of Dave Grohl in one of the episodes because he was a huge X Files fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with yeah. the ponytail when he was in Nirvana. Yeah, yes, there was. Well, what was uh, the music they listened to in the car? He got a cassette tape off Seth Green, and then Mulder makes a comment, "Ah, oh, kids these days." What was the music? Oh, it was like you know, atypical nineties grunge music. I think it was like Alice in Chains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but um, but. Th- well, if we're talking about like the discontinuity and the original ones and problems, like this episode was like a microcosm of all of X Files. Yeah, like when um, Scully gets called out to see when they bring Agent Reyes back. Yeah, it was in seasons um, seasons eight and nine with yep. a, with, a, with with Agent Doggett. They were the, the replacements for Molly and Scott. Molly and Scolder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Molly and Scolder. Hey, Molly. Oh, hey, Molly. Molly. Oh, Molly and Scolder. For Scully and Mulder. <laughs> so, um, so it's kind of like, kind of like she goes, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I've got this important stuff to tell you. And then it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you anything other than you're all right. Like, doesn't give any details to Scully about why or how or whatever. They're secretly talking in the rain with umbrellas. Yeah. And nothing comes out of it. It's like no information. She doesn't get anything out of it yeah. other than being told, oh, you've got DNA, you're, you're, you're okay. So whether or not that led to anything new in the show, I don't think yeah. it did. I think Scully already pretty much knew that anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like this well, pointless I- thing. But it did reintroduce <sighs> Reyes into the show, yeah. which I kind of went... Maybe they are going to do another series. Mm. Have they, they haven't well, said that, anything. That's there's why no, I'm, no I'm struggling at the end of the episode wondering, is this the setup to another six-parter that they do a couple of years down the track? I don't know. I've, no. I've, it's too long between. No, they have to do something soon. They've got to do... Like, whilst it was lots of enthusiasm for X-Files, yeah. the way it ended up, I think, if you don't do something pretty soon, it's going to run out of steam. Yeah. Like mm. X Files, the Steve main James. series. <laughs> like after cold, season, after cold season, ham, the second half of season seven, like it started running out of steam. Yeah. Mm. Like I think 
was it season seven or season eight? I can't remember which one it was, but they moved filming from Vancouver. But obviously, to LA this and, this last episode, and cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> but the, this this last yeah. se- this the episode six is is yeah. kind of ticking off all of the. All right, this is the big story. This is yeah. what Mulder was after all his life. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So it feels good in that sense. I Even mean, though it had that weird David Attenborough narration I mean, at the start from Scully, but what what they left <laughs> yeah. themselves what they left themselves though with the cliffhanger ending was is that they were standing there on a public bridge with tens of thousands of people. Everybody around, sees the aircraft, and they expose the Triangle aircraft mm. to the public. Yeah, where do you go from there without turning it into Independence Day? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, and you just see these laser beams going to buildings, and then oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Scal- I mean, I mean, Mulder in the new. Have you been reading my I mean, mind, Carl? I mean, like, you were like literally reading my mind this <laughs> then, were you? Well, yeah, Independence Day. Because I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is a scene out of Independence Day. Like, like when we printed the show notes at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. We like, we all we both went over the printer. The printer most time they just go. I'm picking up the paper. Just gone. Did you print the show notes? Carlos Cavorca. Yeah, the Cavorca. But I guess like with the he's got the Cavorca. Yeah. Actually, I'm having a good I mean, walker right now. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like they could turn it around, and Tad O'Malley could turn into a could turn into a villain, yeah. and and say, "Oh, we got this video arts a hoax." Mm. So, yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out. But, but he, he was sick too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I know. But I mean, like, trying he looked to, a bit pestilentially. Yeah. Didn't like he? there'll be people <laughs> filming. There'll be people filming the UFO on the bridge. Yeah. So we film on YouTube. But the mainstream media would debunk it. Like debunk it and put yeah. it across as a hoax because you can. It's pretty easy to make really realistic UFO yeah. footage mm. nowadays. So, so they could work around it like that. But it was kind of a weird end where it's kind of like you, you know what? Unless George Lucas <laughs> filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> then it'd look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he, well, he could remake it <laughs> and probably replace replace Scully with um, <laughs> with. With some chick from Auckland or something. I don't know. Misa sequence DNA. Misa not like what I find. Uh, so. Losing it. Losing it. Yeah. Marty! <laughs> like the other bit I didn't like of the show. And it's kind of, I think the final episode should have maybe been two if they did it proper, properly. But they kind of rushed through the pandemic. By using Tad O'Malley's, well, <sighs> like his YouTube channel yeah. as like the the way to cut the storyline. Oh, really by the way, yeah. Tad O'Malley's like logo on his on his YouTube channel is horrendous. Well, it's supposed to be like a fake YouTube. Yeah, it's yeah. A fake mind. What's it called? Mind. 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 Quad. Mind. Quad. Mind. Quad. 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 Rendering. What that meant. Yeah, I was I like, guess what the hell am I looking at? So he sure is, is, is just online, it's not on the mainstream I TV. thought that was the name of his YouTube channel. I thought that's what it was. Well, I was just looking at it and it's kind of where the YouTube logo is on, yeah. On, yeah. on YouTube. So I just assumed. He seemed extremely rich for online. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well he's probably... Um, I can't remember their names now because I don't watch their stuff, but there's... Two brothers on YouTube who kind of promote and clickbait fake UFO footage and they make a shitload of money out of it. Because mm. you never know, there might be that one that's really good. But yeah, yeah. And I think most of the UFO... If I, I'll, one day I will write an article about them and they'll probably crack the shit or whatever. But 
The, I, um, I can't remember their name right now because you kind of have to filter out UFO information yeah. pretty strongly if you're trying yeah. to even... Because, I mean, my UFO research extends to, like, reading books, um, getting documents off the Black Vault and um, watching doc- documentaries. Like, I've never gone out to field studies or anything. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind, actually. Um, With, uh, what's his name? Green? What's his name? Who's that? Who charges you like two grand to go up to the hills in? Oh, bloody Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. I wouldn't. <laughs> Stephen Greer was in the same room. I wouldn't breathe. <laughs> I'd suffocate myself. Even though he wins, I'd still suffocate myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, there are lots of people that like Miller and Einstein. No. I don't get it. I don't mind Miller. I, I like Miller, but Einstein was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Einstein. Yeah, the, uh, I like the new mythology, but they ended it's it like up saying, a bit rough. I don't know, like, oh, this is Agent Copernicus or something. Or you know, it's, oh, come on. But at the end of the day, I think when leave you leave Einstein alone, when you look over the entire <laughs> series, I think the first episode was rough. The last episode was rough. Yeah. Second episode was a good builder for the mythology. Um, although you, I, I wish they would have played out the brother and sister. Who were locked away in the thing, you know, when yeah, they found yeah. each other, and they just let that go. That was yeah. very X Men esque. Yeah, they just let that go. Yeah, maybe they'll show up on. And there's on a bit a, of a, show up on a Deadpool movie. Just <laughs> overall, too. Um, there's a bit of confusion about what cinematography style that they wanted to go for because they've obviously tried to be refreshing the old show by. You know, doing some weird zoom ins like when there's this in the episode six where Scully is spying on Mulder's computer in the office, and 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 then there's this unexplained camera like looking at her face when she's like looking at the screen. It's like why is that there? It zooms in when she's looking at. Yeah, it's kind of like this trippy truth bomb. Yeah. Camera angle thing going on. I, what? what? It's all a little bit odd. Yeah. But, I mean, but yes. me, the series overall was a 7 out of 10. It was all right. Yeah. I didn't particularly like the um, Trash Man ep- episode either. I didn't think it... Like, that I, creeps I, me I, out, I, I'm usually, Trash Man. I'm usually creeped He's out. creepy. I watched the entire thing and I didn't feel creeped out once by anything in that show. Really? Like, I was... Like, I was a little bit surprised when they pulled the guy's head out and he had the spine... Spinal cord, yeah. But otherwise... Yeah, it didn't creep me out. Like when they were, there's one little creepy bit when they're actually going into the bottom of the building um, to find um, the guy and the tuba. who was creating the tumba and yeah. they're in the dark. <coughs> and then one just crosses. And one just yeah. crosses in front of him and yeah. stuff. That was pretty cool, but I wasn't creeped out by yeah. it or anything. That was about the heights of it. Otherwise, because like, everything on Twitter that I saw was like, oh, this is the scariest episode of whatever. I'm just like, no. No, no. What are you talking about? Well, I suppose you've seen enough bones. That the decent, no, the TV show, the TV show, the TV show on Channel Seven. You know, well, I've never seen Bones. Well, let's just say that um, she's always cutting up cadavers, Kedaba. left, right, and centre in that show. Well, and, Dexter, and, Dexter was like that. Yeah, Dexter, Dexter was, was pretty good, gruesome yeah. too. Like, I think we're just overall desensitized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if you're a video game player, you're. 
be yeah. highly desensitized to it at all. Like Doom, might, Doom come out yet? That, no, that looks pretty nasty. That looks really nasty. Quick too. I don't know how. The, I'd, Fast pace. I, I actually reckon that that will not get through the ratings board here in Australia. Oh, what was this? Doom. The, the, uh, the, new, the new Doom video game. Yeah. Oh, the, they've released a trailer for it. It's. Oh, I haven't seen this. <laughs> worse than worse than Deadpool. Ooh. Oh, it's worse than like the raid and shit. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's like full on. So that is the end of part one of this podcast. Oh, shot. Sorry, didn't get your guys' ratings of X Files out of ten. Yeah, seven. Same as you. Seven. Um, I really enjoyed going back to something that was pretty integral to living in the nineties. I guess wasn't it. It was because it's what it's, it, 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 it's it's like one of the the cornerstones of when you talk about an era, they go yeah Nirvana X Files the you um, know for it, something that that it, that X Files is one of those shows that would never be started now. It's kind of like if 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 you didn't have back then like Twin Peaks would have never been allowed on television. Oh it, yeah, yeah, like yeah. X Files just would never have started. Yeah. It's because it was at the right time and the right place. Reality that, bites happened. Yeah, reality bites. And they were kind <laughs> of like... X-Files was kind of like an introduction to a lot of the ideas behind conspiracy and UFOs and all that kind of mm. stuff when information on that to the general public pretty much came in books. Yeah. The internet wasn't really there yet, mm. although it was, but the search wasn't there. So yeah. it was really hard to get. So you really just had to get hard copy books to, to research that stuff. And back then, because I remember that's when I started really getting into it, and like every bookstore was... Holding like there was a section for UFOs. Now mm. there's nothing, right? Mm. So it was big. It was big business. Mm. So, but things have changed. But it, but it'll be interesting to see, like in a similar way, what they do with Twin Twin Peaks this year, like a show from the same era. How they treat it, how 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 it ends up looking, pre, whether it's got pre, that same tone. Pre Big Brother, yeah, yeah. Like the tone of Twin Peaks will be the most important thing of the entire thing. Mm. Because that could be way off and then the thing's just ruined. Mm. And also the music. Which music they use. If it's still got Lynch's uncanny knack of oddity, mm. it could work. Yes. And keep us happy. It could. I hope it does. hope it does. We'll see what happens though. We'll talk about it when it happens. Because it'll be a big show that every Well... I don't think everyone will watch it, but I'm pretty sure everyone who saw the originals will watch it because it'll be an interesting. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of this section of the podcast. We're going to go away for a bit of a uh, musical uh, interlude, and when we come back, we're going to have Jim Bob Jones with his music and mix chat, the first edition. Very exciting times. Yeah. He's nodding his head. But James, man, super I'm doing my, I'm doing my, Ren my I'm doing my Ren and Stimpy <laughs> nod. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Enjoy the music. Thank you. 
hope you enjoyed the music. There's a little bit of more music to come because it's Jim Bob Jones's mix review. Yeah, well, yeah. we need a name for this segment. You got to come with a name for this damn thing. Rick James, Rick Jim Bob, <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bob Jones, something, something. Rick James Mixalot. <laughs> That's it. It's done. Rick James. done. <laughs> the Rick James Mixalot special. Not, with not to be with uh, with Jim Bob Jones. Not, not to rain on Sir Mixalot's parade, but. <laughs> Just imagine Rick James behind the decks. Damn. Damn. That, that's the name of the show. Rick James's James decks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's just putting a, a name before my real name, yes. isn't it? So, yes. Rick. Well, Rick James. Yeah, you could be related to Rick James. <laughs> just because your first name is... Yeah. Jim yeah. Bob Jones. Jim Bob. Jim Bob Jones. Jim Bob Jones. I keep thinking, the Simpsons keep... Every time you say Jim Bob Jones, I'm thinking of the bullies out of The Simpsons. Anyway. Anyway. We need to keep going with this show. The fans are waiting. Jim Bob. Okay. Um, the floor is yours. So two things. Um, I, I thought, you know, to start off the um, musical side of Rebel Scum is that obviously... Uh, young Carlos has built a website. See, si, see, si. <laughs> and um, he he gleaned a few of my um, DJ sets that were already circulating on the the, the World Wide Web. See, si. um, and but bought. since bought 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 since then, um, I've bought a few more Tim Tams and a few more records. So. <laughs> There's, I've made a lot more recordings, and um, I know not what that means. <laughs> well, you know, you buy records. You, buy some you might buy some Tim Tams <laughs> at the record store. Yeah, they no, Tim Tams. They're the two mutually exclusive do, do events. They, Americans oh. know what Tim Tams are. Uh, they're chocolate biscuits. Yeah. Well, no, no. Everyone knows what Tim Tams are now because because okay. Wolverine was on um, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, show, enlightening us to what Tim Tams were, oh, didn't cool. he? And Vegemite and all that. Yeah, Vegemite. Yeah, 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 they actually taught them the right way to eat Vegemite. Anyway, so um, yeah, so for this for this episode, um, I thought I'd give Carlos a mix I did that um, that starts off with something that's probably a bit easier to listen to. I um, disco funk. Some, some. It's got some. It's got some ELO on it. <laughs> well, maybe not as rock star as that, but um, but um, got some Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. I think yeah. that's the second show in a row where we mentioned Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> so yeah, the, the 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 link that Carl will put on the website um See. is is a two hour disco funk set. Yeah, and um. You can get your groove on before you, you get go your, out. Get you your groove. Yeah, it's like a it's like a party starter. Yeah, you set, can use it at your parties. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Rebel scum on the deck, get on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you can just. You're listening to BBC. Damn straight. Just load up. Just before you snort your cocaine, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just load up rebelscumradio.com and let your party commence. Yes. <laughs> so no, this one's a good one because um, I, I'm very lucky that that near where I live, there's a, a great little record store. Um, called Licorice Pie Records that sells... Great name for a record. I know. It's awesome. Because <laughs> they, they, they literally have every genre of music in their shop. And it's it's a small shop near Centrelink on uh, High Street in Paran. 
And um, yeah, for those who need to <laughs> get their, pick up their sibling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're straight yeah, into yeah. the record store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get home, your girlfriend goes, "Oh, did you, did you, did you get your check yet?" No, I got some fat beats. <laughs> yeah, I did, but I spent it on all these Rick James, Rick James. But no, the good, the good thing about this shop is, um, is people sell all their old record collections um, to this shop, and then they. Price them up, um, you know. They got kraut rock in one section, old seventies Australian rock section. The, every any genre you can think of, they got it. Japanese heavy metal, they got it. Got K-pop? Uh, I don't know if they got K-pop because that's more of a new thing, and I don't. I, I'm not sure. sure. There's K-pop vibe. Yeah. Vibe. Nah, but was there K-pop? Um, Should play some on the show. Is there K-pop back in the yeah, late seventies and eighties? The outro song would be K- K-pop. What, 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 what did K-pop sound like back in the sixties and seventies? Well, I don't think there probably was wasn't there such K-pop. thing. No, it wasn't there. Was it? No, no. but K-pop would have been released on vinyl recently. Well, look, I can all I can say is this record store pretty much just sells vinyl. But what's good though, if you've got six claims in your wallet, you can pick up an old Beverly Hills, you know, original soundtrack do, album do, 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 on vinyl. Do, do, do. You know, six bucks. Six, six, you know, six clamps. Six clamps. Six, six clamps. Sixteen but, um, but yeah, generally most of the records are ten bucks, and um, they've got about uh, three or four crates of mm. disco there. So I'm plundering these crates, yeah, and it's full of gold. Like it's and 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 there's stuff I've never heard of before in my life. But when I play these records and mm-hmm. my gigs and that, it gives a lot of joy to the audience, and they and, and I get a lot of good feedback. So I think I'm onto a good thing. You're spreading the joy. Do you, do you I'm get, spreading the joy. Do you get around to many car boot sales around Melbourne looking for it? Uh, in the past, like years ago when I was a bit more of a vinyl junkie, yeah. I would go to town halls mm. and... But, you know, back then I was just buying like, you know, house music and techno. Mm. So it was a bit... Whereas now I've my ears are way more open to, um, you know, old funk, old rock, yeah. old space disco. Who, who knows? Like, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm open to more, um, m- more, more things. But anyway, so this set two hours starts off slow burner, which is you know to get the uh, the legs tapping away, and then. Tap, tap. And then it ups a bit towards the end, and, and it's a bit of a party, really. Will the uh, Rebels Come Radio fans out there be cutting shapes at the end? Uh, on not, the, on the no, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll, I suppose they'd be cutting shapes to the two Perlon sets you've got yeah. on the website yeah. currently. Yeah. That's more cutting shape stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, this one's more the Toe Tapper Disco Jam pre party. Get your groove oh. on, get your groove on, get your groove on. Yeah, so you're getting ready, you've got your clothes, set out, you've got the... You've got your, you got your jerry curls. Yeah, you've got, <laughs> you've got the ice in the fridge, you've got the bottle of vodka and the orange all, all ready. Yeah, and, and, pre, and you've got a, drink, drink. a full bottle <laughs> of Maduri. Yeah. You've got yeah. a full bottle of Maduri, a full bottle of coconut rum. Oh, Maduri. It's, I'd love a Maduri and lemonade, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to finish a whole bottle of rum at the end of the year. Ah, when... Oh. when when said, what, Bacardi? Did you get yeah, Bacardi. Bacardi. All right, no, no. You're drinking a Bacardi. Well, it better be a sleepover because I'm oh, not yeah. dr- driving after that. No, Bacardi. <laughs> like, Bacardi is my spirit of choice. Well, I'll bring over my Captain Morgan's Black yeah, Label. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, eight, eight months to go. Bang. <laughs> so the other uh, music thing I wanted to talk about... Um, so obviously, yeah, um, download the set, listen to it on the website, mm. whatever you need be. 
Leave us comments. Send us emails. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Yeah, tell us. Um, also, tell us if you want actually, a, maybe a, like some kind of mix. Yeah, because yeah. now what I was thinking of doing is, um, I, I actually, it'll give me it'll give me a prerogative to do it. But I, I'm just thinking, why not? I just make a, a one hour Rebel Scum Radio podcast. You know, start, little start at zero zero one. Yeah, and like I'm I'm thinking if I do it, the first one could be like a. Kind of like a, a, a joke DJ set where I play the kind of records that are like um, music from soundtracks. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Because um, I've got this record that's got 16 hits from the movies, for instance. Hits. And, and like they've got the theme, like, like, theme song from Mad Max with Tina Turner. Has it got, has it got Lamar on it? Uh, yes, Never Ending mm-hmm. Stories on there, uh, which is possibly one of the greatest... Tracks in my collection because it's Never an amazing song. Story. Still have to see that film. Yeah. Still got to see that film. Well, it's worth it's, it. It's the kid from Free Willy. I haven't seen. No. Free, I haven't yeah. seen Free Willy either. Shit me not. Yes. Oh. Anyway, I, I, yeah, I was thinking about making a joke set because I've oh. got Ghostbusters on vinyl. Yeah. I've got um, Detroit Spinners, Spaceball. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I just want to do like a joke one hour set with all the just fun music and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll. I'll I'll set myself the challenge of creating a, a, a very specific Rebel Scum. Yeah, well, you got an unlimited SoundCloud account. We can just yeah, take it on just, SoundCloud. We can yeah. do whatever we want. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and um, of course, I'm, I'll, um, I might chuck into the mix. I might, um, I've pulled together all my 90s dance now. I might make a one-hour yeah, 90s gotta dance mix. you got to do it. And we'll it's get just it a Reebok or the Nike. Oh, oh yeah. Nike. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Reebok or the Nike. <laughs> Open your eyes. Yeah. Open your eyes. We're addicted Open to brands. Yeah. yeah. God. Um, so, uh, the, other, the other music thing I wanted to talk mm. about, um, I've also given... Music. I've also given a link to Young Carlos. See? Um, for a mixed series that I've stumbled across on my... I, it was weird because I kind of found it through a sponsored... Post on Facebook, but it was one of those Facebook things where they kind of like, th- you know, suggested something that I would like, and I clicked on it. It was one of the very first times. I think the Sampo mix, mix, yeah, mix that you're talking about today. Yep. Well, so obviously the Sampo disco bloke, mm. he paid Facebook to promote his post, yeah, and through the music channels on Facebook algorithm, yeah. they found me, and I clicked on it. <laughs> That's like, I don't click on sponsored posts on Facebook. The modern world. I know, Mm. so it's amazing. Anyway, I started listening to these mixes, and at the time I discovered it, they were, I think they were up to their 15th uh, mix that they'd released, but but they've got a high high output in terms of they're always publishing new mixes, And, and the best way to describe their sound is that the name itself, Sampo Disco, simply means strolling disco in Japanese. That was the concept cool. of the mixes. So are we talking about some BGs type action stuff here? Uh, there is a bit of beach, shoegaze, chill. A little bit um, of more than a woman. Um, but more than a woman. but what, I, what I've discovered, what I've discovered with this... <laughs> sound like Cartman too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more than a woman. <laughs> but um, yeah. But the good the good thing about this is that uh, it's it's not 
locking the DJs into, like, let's say, mm. strictly boogie music from the 80s. It's yeah. like Japanese disco, weird Indonesian disco, mm. weird um, drumming music from, from Africa. Oh, and, cool. And, like, there's no, there's no real genres, but everything's... It's all in the chill chill zone. Every it's very like chillaxed. Like lying back on a very comfortable recliner and it's just gentle gentle music. But anyway, you you so like click Hoyt's. on click on the links. It's like you're sitting at Hoyt's with the recliner. Yeah, 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 it's like you're just about to watch Deadpool. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, just um just uh, yeah, it's it's odd music. It's it's very chilled out. It's 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 Unusual. How many themed hams? Oh well, <laughs> there's only 24 days in Christmas, and I give this 25 steamed hams. Whoa. It's Whoa. that good. Whoa, 25 steamed it's hams. It's like That's Christmas 24. Day every day. <laughs> every wow. day. 25 steamed hams out of 24. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's better than Yeezy's album, Definitely. new album. Although yeah. he. Uh, he's only streaming that on yeah. the line. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we'll put links to all these uh, mixes on the in the show notes. Yeah, I, I've, yeah just if it. you glance through it, you'll you'll yeah. totally and, get the angle there. About. And we'll um we'll be putting uh, what I'll do. I'll pr- I'll write an article about the mixes. Actually, actually, like I'll just put a bit of text surrounding the. I'll embed it from SoundCloud, and we'll yeah, we'll put it in the mix. Um, which there will be a better music section. On also, the for our Melbourne in listeners, the for Melbourne. our Melbourne listen, Melbourne listeners, Melbourne. If you're from Melbourne, um, if you do want to check out this music being played in a nightclub, um, the Sampo Disco Guy runs a night at Hugs and Kisses in Sutherland Street in the city CBD. But they call they they call their parties Endless Sunset, and when you walk into the nightclub, they've Got like this illuminated orange disc Ooh. on the stage, so there's this almost Ibiza glow, like sunset glow, <laughs> and through the club, and they got fans set up in front of the smoke machine, so yeah. they're blowing this consistent fog in the venue, and it's like like you at sunset, and it's it's, there, it's it's amazing. Are there lots of English guys there with missing teeth on disco biggies? <laughs> no, there's no geezers. There's no geezers <laughs> at this place. Hey, <laughs> eh? Right, you. Right, you. you. Get on the dance floor. <laughs> you. <Yeah>. Cut shapes. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing standing there? <laughs> and, right. And that. No, nah, mate. I'm a geezer. I don't dance. <laughs> I'm a geezer. You don't know. No, mate. I'm a geezer. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to all these music. Anyway, stuff. but the, I, I went with my wife a couple of weekends ago. See, and and we we, we found it hard to leave the venue just because each song Cause got better and doors. better. <laughs> we couldn't get out. They locked us in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. Did you, uh, it was. Do you end up at uh, revolver? <laughs> nah, I'm too old for revolver. No one's too old for revolver. No, like eighty-year-old guys everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from the uh, Rainbow Serpent, yeah. Rainbow Serpent after party. Okay, right. Jesus, Jesus. beautiful. Zena. All right. So as, as as I said, we'll link to all these tracks and mixes in the show notes. We'll also put them up on the website. Um, oh, we'll, it's great. They've done thirty. They've got thirty mixes at the moment. Yeah. So there's heaps to get through, and we'll keep the mixes coming. 
throughout. They shall, the, and there's the plenty. Th- there's plenty more to come. Yeah. So yeah. the f- first season of Rebels Come Ready will end in June. Then we'll have a month off, and then yep. we'll and then we'll return. And then oh, uh, we're, I'm going to be doing another party soon in the city, so I can talk about that next time. As damn well. straight, damn straight. We haven't got a date yet, but there's one on the cards. So. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll put a music section in every episode now. So All right, sounds good. Keep I'll it. keep it short next time. Yeah. I just I thought this is the intro. I yeah, the first one needs to needs get to be a bit good. of an idea. Yeah, we need to on, let so. people know what's going yeah. on with the with the mixes and the website yeah. and all kinds of stuff and yeah. what they can expect. Yeah, so it's good. Sweet ass. All right, we're going to go for another break now. We're going to let you go with a uh, bit of a tune from the mixes that we've just talked about. We hope we hope you like it. When we come back, we're going into the 2016 TV show Mega Review. So we hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. We hope you enjoyed the tune. So there's... Um, surprise, surprise, Star Wars. Yes. yes. Starting with Star see, Wars. See. So Star Wars Rebels Season 2 is currently on. It's almost about to conclude. It's been an awesome second year. Um, for those of you who may have not experienced Star Wars Rebels, like I was late getting right into it. Yep. You've got to Bing- get into it, Jimbo. Binged it. Couldn't stop watching it. Like 10 times better than the Clone Wars cartoons ever were. Um, like we said, series two is about to wrap up. Series three starts up again towards the end of the year. Yeah, amazing. And um, obviously, it's set in the years leading up to Star Wars: A New Hope. Yep. So um, you've got a couple of Jedi characters in there. Uh, a young guy, a young Padawan called Ezra, who kind of came across his 
his four skills kind of by mistake in yep. a classic Star Wars story. Um, you got Kanan, who's like a who's a one of the uh, one of the Jedi's who survived through the Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So, um, but he from watching Rebels, he doesn't seem to be fully trained as as a Jedi. Like he didn't quite complete mm. it. But he's teaching Ezra what yeah. what he knows, and he knows awesome. where all the Jedi tam- temples oh, are and all great. that kind of stuff. Yeah, really yeah. good storylines. You've got also within that main kind of storyline, you've got these singular episodes yep. with the Mandalorians and all kinds of stuff in there. <clears throat> really good, good really, really good, good. stuff. Good. If you're a Star Wars fan and you and you want to understand the new canon and also get a fully fleshed story out from leading into Star Wars, yep. A New Hope, this you must watch. There's no mucking around about it. How many bears? This I, I'm I'm giving this one. I'm giving this one. It's eight and a half chewies. Eight and a half chewies. You should get the cup out here. Yeah, you chewy cup. Yeah. Um. Now the next show is one that is extremely exciting. It's called Vinyl. It's on HBO. It started this week. Um, it centers around a character called Bobby Cannavale. He's a record label president in the 70s. Um, it's all set in the classic rock scene and then there's sex, drugs, punk, disco and hip-hop just all beginning to explode. Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine well, there's actually the lots there's of... a lot of cocaine in the trailer. There's lots of cocaine in the first episode. Um, and Red Romano's in it. Yeah, he, um, he looks really good in it, actually. Yeah. Now, he looks really good. Executive producers um, Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese. Oh. It's a big deal. I've watched the first episode. Oh. Yeah. And? It's pretty freaking good. Yeah. Like, it's like you wouldn't expect anything less than HBO. It's a movie quality TV series. Um, do I need Foxtel to watch it? What do I need? How do I watch it? Um, it's HBO. Um, you'll probably need Foxtel. You'll need Showtime on Foxtel. Uh, or it could also possibly be, be on Presto. I think Presto have got a lot of Showtime content, HBO stuff on it. So Presto is similar to Stan, 10, yeah. 12 bucks a month. Yeah, of. so you could probably get a free trial for three months on the, yeah, back, and then just, on the back of your shopper docket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, but um, now you guys will only be able to rate this out of anticipation, I guess. Yeah, have you oh, watched well, it? Oh, no, no, not anticipation. I've seen the trailer and I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I'm giving this a nine, 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 eight ball rating. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that, that was a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jeez, nine, that's quite creative. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's good. It's pretty damn good. Pretty ah, damn cool. Good. So if you if you're not sure whether you're going to see it or watch it. Find out could a way you to feel do it. your fingers when you were watching? Like, could you feel your feet? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how much? Uh, oh well, that's uh, what do they, what goes on? How much on? Christmas tinsel was <laughs> there lying on the? No, 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 no. I'm a good. Now the, the, <laughs> you can cut that out if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next TV show is one um, eleven twenty two sixty three. This is pro- uh, produced by J.J. Abrams. 
every time I begin to see a movie or a TV show coming out at the moment, J. it J. seems to be produced by J.J. Abrams. J. I, don't know J. What he was, I don't know what he was doing during... He's bored because he doesn't have any more Star Wars stuff. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, I mean, everything is J.J. Abrams. It's nuts. Well, J.J.'s got to eat. Now, <laughs> now 11.22.63 is based on a Stephen King novel, and it's uh, going to be an eight-part series with James Franco in it. This is the first time I've seen, pretty much seen James Franco in a film where he doesn't look stoned. So that's kind of his shtick. And he, he, he and he's like got both limbs film. too. Like it's kind of like he got stuck in Pineapple Express and never got. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, base it, it's based around like it's kind of like a, I guess it's kind of like and and Jono will know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like almost like a time slip type thing. Okay. So he slips back to 1960, but he gets taught how to go back there by another guy who's. Who's done? Who's gathered evidence on who he thinks assassinated JFK? So James Franco is going back to try and stop the assassination of JFK. Oh! But he's got to go back. He can only go back to 1960. Can't go. So he's got to go back and stay there for three years before he can come yeah. back and try and stop <laughs> the assassination. So, but there's lots of references to butterfly effects and all that kind of mm. stuff. Change one thing, and you yeah. can change the future of the. Earth yeah, because the one thing I like so the trailer the first episode, is that, yeah? I will, I watched the first episode yeah. a couple of nights ago. It's oh, another yeah. one that launched this just this week. Mm. This is as good as as vinyl, and oh, wow. um, uh, it probably because the actual these two topics of of like the rock scene, punk, disco, mm. and and hip hop. And then time slips and time travel and stuff. And the JFK. Uh, this, this is what we need on Frito Air TV. This is going to be very tough to get in Australia because it's on Hulu. Oh. I don't know where. I don't know whether it's on Foxtel or not. But I, I, I get the feeling I have seen ads on Foxtel, but I'm not sure. But so there's no Hulu at all in Australia. Hey, oh, um, no, you have to. I think you have to VPN for Hulu, and I think Hulu oh. are even cracking down on that. Yeah, it's so, funny how so, they know how to find all that. So, but um, damn, there is no doubt that this will show up on network television at some point. Yep, it's. Oh, too, you'd hope so. It's too damn good because I'm. I don't want to watch CSI Cyber or yeah, <laughs> LL Cool J in that. What's that LL Cool J one? Where is it? NCIS. Yeah. Oh, NCIS LA. Chris O'Donnell, the old Robin. Yeah, so I'm, and the jokes they say to each other on the on the show, yeah. just the horrendous, yeah. horrendous. Yeah. This is this is like a nine out of ten film. All right, film t- TV, TV series. series. Yeah, sorry, nine out of ten TV series. Like it's awesome. So good. Good. If you get a chance, good. wherever you are around the world, then again, it'll come out on DVD at some point as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By hook, by crook, trying hook check it out. Like crook. Yes. The next TV series <laughs> is another one that actually um, I only saw the pilot of last year and I've got to watch um, season one back. This is a... Amazon Prime? This is an Amazon Prime-like original, so yep. kind of like what Netflix do with their TV shows. Um, it's called The Man in the High Castle. Uh, it's based on a Philip K. Dick uh, book. Um, essentially, the premise is in this one is that in United States and UK, they lost the war. And in as part of the, the like the split up of the countries after the war, the US got kind of split down the middle. Yeah. Where the um, west coast is now occupied by Japan, and the oh, east yes. coast is occupied by the Nazis. Mm. Oh. So um, it's got this certain look Imagine to it. That happened. It's got the, how it's filmed. It's hard to explain. It's kind of got this 
washed out kind of eerie kind of look to the entire show. Flashback scenes to Captain America in the early kind of back like in the when he was back in the war. Um, oh, it's kind of hard. It's a similar look. Yeah, in like the pilot episode, it's kind of got you know in. And I'm going to go to a different genre here, but I'm going to talk to games. But I don't know whether you guys have ever played Silent Hill or seen Silent Hill. It's that kind of smoky snowflake type, yeah, thing dropping to the ground. Yeah. And it's just all eerie and mm. and surreal, like it's trying to get yeah. kind of portray like it's almost like a dream, but it's not. Mm. So, um, like I said, I've only seen the pilot. So, and I've 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 got to get season one which finished at the end of last year and season two um, season two will go on this year so um, watch the trailer and see if you like it it's all I can say because it is it, it it will be a TV show that you either instantly do not like or like mm. and you'll know you'll know by watching the pilot it's as simple as that mm. cool. but um, I like the premise of the show I like the idea behind it I like the alternative history of what the world could be like it's an interesting thing it's almost like I guess, again, it's kind of like, I like it because it could easily be like a time slip story, right? Where you've slipped into another dimension and this is the reality. Yeah. So. Is Philip K. Dick the bloke who did do Android's Dream of Sheep? Is that the same bloke who wrote that book that was Blade Runner was based on? Yeah. Do Android's Dream in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's the same bloke. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Um, cool. This well, is, that alone, I mean... This is, alone. this is a difficult one to rate. Um, just purely because I know people will or will not like it, mm. I like it. I'm giving it, like it's not a great TV series, but it's an interesting one, so I give it seven. So cool. um, seven, seven, um, seven, um, <laughs> seven uh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I was just looking at Amazon Prime and I, I'm thinking, what, what, what am I going to come up here? <laughs> What are going to come up here? So, yeah. So, so seven primes. It's got seven primes. Um, now, next. Prime hams. Next, talking of flashbacks, we're yeah. going back to Twin Peaks. Ah, yes. Yes. Now, so Twin Peaks is coming out. Um, thankfully, David Lynch is back on board. For a while there, he was out. And then he's in. Then he's out. Yeah. Then he's in. But now he he's in. He wanted more money. Yeah, so it's good. Show me the money. So, um, this, is a, this is on Showtime. So... Kyle McLaughlin's back as Agent Cooper, so that's good. Um, it's it's going to be hard to know what it's about. You never know what you never really know what Twin Peaks is about, anyway. And Mid- I don't midgets in a broom with yeah. checkerboard floor <laughs> type thing. And watching it as a much old Talking adult backwards? now, it's going to be weird because I was in a different state of mind when I was watching the original uh-huh. one. <laughs> like it was right in the middle of the grunge era and stuff. You had like a few scotchy scotches. Didn't I you? had a few scotches and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that was the era when it was done. Like back in like the mid nineties and stuff, you could do whatever you. So you had wanted. jagged little pill on the on the radio. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, smells like Teen Spirit. No, nah, no, I was never into Nirvana. I was into um, I was Mill and in Colin, Pearl Jam, and Soundgarden. Oh, okay. and, yeah, 
Sun. Black Hole Sun. So yeah. you took was a chin. You had more of a chin. Nah, I was. You um, weren't a chin guy. I was never really a grunge what about guy. Like Creed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Creed doesn't Can count. You, you, you saw Nick. You saw Nickelback <laughs> when they were playing at the Punters Club. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but you, you, you saw you saw Nickelback play downstairs at the ESPY. That's how old school you are. No, yeah. no. But um, the reason I don't think he still it'll got the signed T-shirt from the night. So the reason I don't think it'll work when you watch Twin Peaks. Like a lot of the imagery, there was lots of weird imagery going around then. Like, say, <coughs> like t-shirts just have like a random like deer head on them, something on top yeah. of like a VW or something. <laughs> so, like, yeah. All these random icons that they just chuck together just to chop people into yeah. thinking a different way. So, like in Twin Peaks, you saw lots of weird stuff, like walking into like a police officer's office or something, and like you know, on his desk, there's this massive moose head just lying there or something, just for no reason at all. <laughs> like, there's no reason for it, and just like. But Lynch has got um, Lynch has got this thing about. Um, I think his his thing is um, about. Isn't it like his thing is like signifies in dreams? Yeah. Yeah. So his things, because like if you watch like Mulholland Drive or, or which is a film I still don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's like I've even read different theories about what it all means. There's like ten different but, things. But you supposedly, read. like when all of the the name badges and that changes yeah. at the end of Mulholland Drive, and yeah. you get those um, understanding, trying to understand the plot bombs yeah. happening while you're watching the film. Yeah. The way it's filmed at the end of Mulholland Drive. Has this sort of wonky dream, soft filter thing going on to make? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't yeah. that what's going on in Twin Peaks as well? Well, that's going on all the time yeah, in Twin Peaks. So, like, um, so you just got to get used to that. I think. Like, I watched the original Twin Peaks season last year, and this was before I knew. Have you got this on DVD as well? This came at Twin Peaks. I've got the original series one on Twin Peaks. He's going to have to get a, bring a bigger bag to yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Going to need a bigger bag. Yeah, so, you need um, a bigger boat. I mean, like, a lot of me watched Twin Peaks back in the day because of Cheryl and Fenn, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, She's like the Sophie Lee of... Uh, yeah, she was yeah. like the it girl back, back then. She was super hot. And, prob- mm. and she still is super hot, I'd say. So um, I'm looking forward to today's generation... Getting shocked by what Twin Peaks is, <laughs> yeah. it will freak people mm. out. I, I, it's either going to soar like an eagle, or freaking crash and burn within a week. <laughs> so, um, but I think there's but we we haven't been we haven't been titillated with something of that. Well, it deals with some pretty dark stuff. But we but we haven't seen stuff like that for a bit of time in the last yeah. five. That's true. Like, Ten years, like we haven't. Really we haven't seen anything like Twin Peaks since Twin Peaks. Yeah. What about what? American Horror Story? Does that come close? Uh, oh, I never watched. No, that, that's so. kind of a bit more stylized and stuff yeah. than this. This is a very abstract ideas and imagery. Underneath the Who Killed Laura Palmer story is um, it's a pretty dark outcome. Like, it's not something that you'd think network television would nowadays would really warm to. Putting on there. Oh, because we're more PC way. these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like back then, the, the target market that was targeted at was the eighteen, like the twenty-year-old kind of artistic. And the, the, the thing about it was, like, it wasn't like 
there were too many different splintered cultures back then because yep. they were all all of the media was still going through the old school mm. through funnels. So there's a huge group of like of like teenage and early twenties grunge people who were all yep. into who had all suddenly moved against mainstream media who are all getting into thinking about different ways of thinking and like, art uh, and design and Winona Ryder in uh, yeah. Reality Bites so it was a massive <laughs> it, it was a massive cultural shift that made Twin Peaks successful yep so I don't know whether or not now in terms of being in an environment where you're kind of politically correct hipster type environment I don't think this is going to work um, uh, how how I'm I'm a bit lost with the timeline, but mm. Blue Velvet came out before Twin Peaks, or don't know. Oh, don't know. All right, I do not know. But anyway, I'm looking forward to this because it's because of the original. I don't know what this is going to be like. Yeah, but you have to watch it because you've I'm watch gone it. through all the originals. You got to yeah, do it. Well, season two of Twin Peaks is a genuine battle. <laughs> like, like and even though there's kind of this underlying UFO alien story kind of yeah. behind it when oh, you first wow. when you first dated it, even that didn't grab me in season two because you kind of got to the point where you knew what happened to Laura Palmer in the yeah. first one, which was what the entire shtick was. Mm. So then the, the rest of it was all just second season for. I don't think they even ha- probably didn't have a second season yeah. storyline until they realised how good a TV show the first season was. So I'm looking forward to this. It'll be seven. I may not watch it live. I might IQ it or something and record it and watch it back later. Seven peaks? Seven. Well, I'll, I'll give seven it... Seven moose heads. <laughs> because it's twin peaks, I'll give it three and a half That'll each peak. <laughs> Which makes seven peaks. We, we, uh, we could make a fan film called Thrice Peaks. Thrice Peaks. <laughs> Thrice Peaks. Set in... Um, one of the Mount Dandenong uh, tourist towns yeah. in Sassafras. Cool, cool. Sassafras. <laughs> okay. I'm going to accelerate. Similar. Locale. I'm going to accelerate through the next three or four shows. Yep. Just because they're mainly the ones that I watch, and I don't think you guys are right up to date with Arrow well, and yeah, Gotham I'm, and all that stuff. Yeah. So Arrow season four, the second half, second half of the season just started. Arrow struggled a little bit last year, season three. Yep. It is now back in like full. Throttle Force, Damien Dark, Hive, Malcolm Merlin, Ra's al Ghul. Shit's going down. Is it still played by the Australian black, Ra's al Ghul? Is that still the Aussie black? The Aussie black, no. Oh. No, no. It's no longer... He... he um, I, I can't tell you what happened to him If in case you watch season three. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, he's okay. back in home anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's um, he's in neighbours. Yeah. He's, he's on um, the Channel Seven app yeah. for yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of character development going in there. Few little crossovers and stuff in there. With There's the, a lot of crossovers with the in Flash, there. and also whilst they were building up the um, DC Legends of Tomorrow, there was some stuff in there. Yeah, as well. that sounds good. So that sounds good. That's probably why it was also a super season because it, it let it let them kind of condense the storylines yeah. around because they had to build up some other yep. stuff. So it's awesome. This is as good as season two at the moment, so I'm giving it eight out, of, eight out of ten. If you haven't watched any Arrow on there, start watching it on Netflix or get it on DVD or however you want to get. Cause sure the first two seasons are awesome. If you wanted to skip season three, I wouldn't blame you, but um, season four is well worth getting back into again. Gotham, God. this is my favourite D- DC TV Gotham. show. 
because not wh- steamed hams. As as you'd expect, Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> as you'd expect with Gotham, season two about Gotham is all about development of villains. Mr. Freeze makes an appearance. So the best bit of DC to me is the villains, yeah. the cast of villains. A hero that is, is only what, as good as his villain. That is why this is so good, and part of of why this is so good is because they've dropped. <laughs> is Harvey Dent and Two Face and all that in it? In Gotham, yeah, but uh, kind of because he he's the young same age as yeah as yeah. Thing the Harvey Dent character is in Gotham at the moment, but he may not be the he's not Two Face yet. Yeah. So, um, so in this one, you've got Mister Freeze coming in for the second half of Mister Freeze. Cool party. Season two. Cool party. Cool party. Nice to see you. And, <laughs> and you've got Hugo Strange also coming in as a new development. He looks creepy. It would be so Strange. cool if he puts that pulls the honey court. He's going to be a bitter harvest. Bitter harvest. Download the app now. Downloading. Download the app now. Get to the app. Get to the app store. So... The storyline that's going to continue on within Gotham is all the villains. You've got Penguin. Um, there's still a Joker. We've been promised yep. a Joker origin story out of Gotham. So if you're a DC fan, you're a Batman fan, you need yep. to be watching Gotham because you will... They've promised against what people want even. People don't really want a they, Joker they origin, want origin story. They don't want to know. The, but they're going to do it. The origin of Joker. Yeah. And Azriel is going to make an appearance. Yes. So, there's a Bruce Wayne storyline going on as he's developing as Batman. So, he's still chasing the murder of his parents. Um, so, it'll be interesting. There was a little hint at... I'll, this is a mild spoiler, but there's a little hint earlier on in Season 2 about the Court of Owls. So... Talon. The second half of this season is either... Well, first of all, with Freeze and Strange in it, it's going to be an awesome second half anyway. But I think it's going to build up to a crescendo where season three will be unmissable. It's going to, it's going to probably lead into the Joker origin. The Penguin character in this is developing amazingly. Riddler has gone off the hook. It's just emerged as the Riddler that I always imagined in a film, like just psychotic, fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. It's an amazing DC TV series. I don't know why some people don't like it, but for me, villains, DC villains, it's 10 out of 10. Must watch it. Get it however you can. And the second half of the season... Ten penguins it is, then. First half of season two was kind of branded Rise of the Villains. Second half of season two has been branded Wrath of the Villains. Oh, wow. So it's going to go insane. Cool. It's like Wrath of the Titans and... yeah. Anyway, that comes back to Airwaves. Um, so in Australia, you'll be able to watch it on Foxtel. Um, pretty much the day it comes out in the US. Yep. Um, and uh, if you're in if you're in the US, you'll be able to watch it uh, on the CW network and cable. Yep. And also, usually a couple of days later on the website, you can watch the full episode on the website. So for Aussies, if you get stuck and you may not have stuff, you may be able to VPN across and watch it on the CW. 
<laughs> not saying you should do v- that. VPN. Not v- saying you should do that. I'm, I would I would prefer that you maybe paid for it <laughs> or did whatever. But if you want to wait, probably in a year's time, it'll also be on Netflix. 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 Now, Flash season mm. season two has also started. Flash. I can't explain how good Flash is at the moment. I don't. Aurora Alice Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse Flash coming back in the stories. You got a Zoom storyline going on. King Shark. You got Killer Frost, Death Storm, King King Sharks. Actually, yeah. this week. Yeah. And it had the the Jaws. Uh... Soundtrack in the program. Yeah, you've you've got vibe kind of emerging. You've it's nuts. You're going to have a few crossovers in the second half, apparently this season with DC Legends of Tomorrow yeah. and Flash and, that um, would, and the Arrow. I mean, that would be Earth One. Wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. So and apparently, when they're looking at things using their uh, different version of Earth. Yeah. That they're probably going to have Flash go to a different Earth, and that Earth will be the Earth that um, that yes. the current series of Supergirl is set in. Ah, so nice. Supergirl's currently not in Flash, but when Flash goes through a different ah. Earth to Earth three or something, that's, awesome. that's Supergirl's Earth. So ah, it's a, that's pretty cool. It's a crossover without and, and without that, them being in the same. But is that supposed to sync up with the Supergirl show in some way? As in share the actors and yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, so, same actors. Yeah, yes. So. It, he posted a photo of them shooting the scene. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be I, awesome. I was looking at um, the old iTunes uh, library the other night. Yeah. Because we've got the Apple TV set up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I noticed that the Legends of Tomorrow icon was on iTunes. Yeah, um, I think you'd be able to buy the episodes. So, so that means I could theoretically maybe purchase... Yeah. Flash? Possibly, yeah. On iTunes. Possibly, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you it could. saves me going to the DVD store. Damn straight. Hence and why it's closing down. Yeah. And claim it on tax. Yeah, well, we were just talking about that. That I, think that I kind of miss sometimes wandering around in the dusty old old DVD store and just flicking through and getting some second-rate, big-rate telly movie as part of my five movies for eight bucks. I kind of miss that a little bit. The kind of subtle odour of the... Of the of the DVD why, store. Why does this DVD smell? <laughs> why, why is it smelling? But yeah, if it, yeah, so get get in the Flash season two part two has just started. It's brilliant. Oh, I'm not sure. Actually, I said Gotham is probably the best. These two are God. equal best DC for different reasons. Flash, I didn't think would get to where it is right now. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Um. It's. Uh. It's um, not what you, not what I hope it'd be. It's again, I like it because Rip Hunter and time yeah. travel and time masters, all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting premise. And he said he mentions uh, yeah, and they but fallen the sons of Krypton and fallen sons of Krypton, and he's he's seen he's seen sons of Krypton die yeah. and uh, Dark Knights fall. Oh. So it's kind of ties oh, in sorry. a little bit to the okay, cool. to um to uh, <clears throat> to the. To the uh, old canon of uh, of Batman and and Superman, but yeah, it's um, it's like they're chasing Vandal Savage around time, and they're kind of hanging around the sixties and seventies and the eighties. <laughs> it's kind of like, eh. I, I, I don't leave the sixties. Like I kind of <laughs> I kind of expected a little bit more, like going back to like going back a few hundred years or yeah. whatever, and going through, not just hanging around in different decades that we just gone Bill through. Bill and Ted style, and I and and I, and, <laughs> and I understand this certain. 
financial restrictions into sets and what yeah. you can do and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, like you've got the you've Why got castles in Europe. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, but yeah, but they went to Europe and it was like they went to bloody to Russia in nineteen bloody seventy four or something. It was just like <laughs> it was during the Cold War or something. Yeah, right. So it wasn't. And they were just in like some warehouse chasing nuke sales and stuff. It wasn't really like it could have been in a backyard out of Keysborough here for all. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the show's building, but yeah, it's by that you mean hard rubbish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hard rubbish. Um, probably the best characters from the show is is White Canary, who who's who's played black- by Katie Lots. Yes, yeah. So. So fans of Arrow will know her as being um, being Black Canary um, yeah. back back on. Um, Does she have the the voice? The voice? No, no. They never used that on with her character in um, in Arrow. That was kind. Of, that only came about um, later on when oh, I'll, I will spoil shit. If I told it, but another character yeah. assumed the Black Canary role, and then actually, um, hey, Katie Cassidy, yeah, Katie yeah. Cassidy, and actually Cisco, who's a character whose vibe in Flash, yeah, he's a technical guy, and he actually built a necklace around there that gave ah, him yeah. yeah, so so that's how that all came about. But Adam's a good character. That's another character. That's Ray Palmer from from Arrow you've got Captain Cold and Heatwave from the Flash universe that's currently on there Hawkman and Hawkgirl and Hawkman and Hawkgirl who kind of came from a cross crossover episode of Flash and Arrow so that's how they kind of introduced all the characters from this show into this one Good. DC's not sleeping obviously. no no DC, so yeah. it's a it's a show that's building I watch it every week just because because of all the characters you can get a different storyline any week anytime so mm. um, cool but yeah, it's, it hasn't reached the heights that you think it would. But I think it will. So at the moment, it's a six. Just passes. It's entertaining enough. Now, 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 this is what I'm talking about. Now we're gonna we're gonna speed through a few here. So um, and then we're gonna then we're gonna have to cut this a bit short. Otherwise, yeah. it's gonna go on forever. Daredevil season two. We got the trailer this week. Hell is it? Frank Castle. Yeah. It's Daredevil versus the Punisher. The Punisher. And Electra. And Electra, yeah, she Bloody floated yeah. in at the end there. So this, hello, Matthew. There's, we, we don't have to really talk about this anymore. It's than like, what we it's just like a hundred Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a trailer. The latest trailer is on our website right yep. now, rebelscumradio.com. In the Aurora, trailer section. It's Aurora Borealis. Yeah. It's on Netflix on March 18. You'll be able to binge watch it. I think we're taking days off. RDOs. Yes. Sorting them out. <laughs> um, so yeah. So we can't wait. Um, Jimbo, have you seen any of Daredevil season season one? Have you watched that yet? Ah, uh, the first ten minutes. You need to get on that episode. One. I mean, there's a lot of work to do here, yeah. but um, <laughs> yes. but um, yeah, uh, it's very hard to stop watching Daredevil. Super yeah. hard. No, I want to binge it. I want to yeah. binge it. Um, so yeah, it's a Royal Borealis. You can't miss that one. Game of Thrones season six is coming up, April twenty fourth. Everyone wants to know what happens to Jon Snow. <laughs> He's alive, obviously. He's probably alive. Because he's been seen in the behind the scenes. Like the interesting bit of what we're talking about at the moment with Games of Thrones and season six is that we're no longer going to have the people going, oh, oh yeah. Oh, that happened in the book? Yeah, this happened in the book, this happened in the book because it's gone past yeah. what no. what George R. Martin has written in the books now. So where she goes, nobody knows. Nobody no. knows. So we can all enjoy it as equals. Yeah. 
So, um, to me, Games of Thrones is beginning to peter out a little bit. It's beginning to get a bit convoluted and messy and whatever. Mm. It's going into uh, Walking Deadland, just kind of beginning to peter out a bit for me. But I still watch it all the time. So, for me, it's only a six. I'm not that super keen. But but that'll be on HBO. So, in Australia, it'll be on Foxtel. And they'll usually stream that live. And then they've they've got a little service where you can watch it on demand whenever you want. So... I think Australia pretty much just torrents Game of Thrones. I think yeah. we're the biggest torrenters of Game of Thrones in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so check that That's out. A fact. Australia's the Aurora Borealis of uh, C. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So next TV show on there is one that's close to my heart. It's Silicon Valley season three. For those that don't know, this is like a nerd version of Entourage, yeah. where instead of movie stars, they replace them with coders. TJ Miller is just yeah. amazing. Yeah, so yeah, TJ Miller is the, the best in this. Your face looks like an avocado. Yeah. Had sex with an old oh, avocado. He's in that show. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Jeez, your uh, your face looks like the inside of other people's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, you guys haven't haven't watched. This is a very easy show to catch up on. There's maybe only I've seen season one. I need to watch season yeah, two. There's yeah, there's only like there's short episodes yeah. like Entourage, twenty two minutes, and oh, there's yeah. usually only eight or ten in a season. Yep. Um, party, and it's one of the funniest current comedies that's yeah. on that's on television. Um, How many megabits? This is 10 megabits. Oh, 10 megabits. 21.5 gigabits. And the the next show is another nerd show. That's Mr. Robot, season two. Season one was awesome. Season one was off the hook good. This is on the USA Network. Here here in Australia, we get it on Foxtel. So, um, not sure what channel is on Foxtel. Can't remember. But it is on one of the channels on Foxtel. Um, Showtime. Is it Showtime? Might be Showtime on Fox 8. I'm, I'm... I'm not sure what. what well, ABC Three's got a lot of space that they could fill. Space. <laughs> Maybe they could put it on that channel. Yeah. So, so Rami Malek uh, returns. Christian Slater is apparently back still again. You like, haven't seen it? Have you? Like it's. Have you seen? It? Uh, I saw half an episode. Like he entrapped. Like we can't really. Like we, we can't really tell anything about Christian Slater's character. Cause yeah. It, yeah. Because, yeah, but it is the most intense, well-made. Well written TV show that's been made in quite a while. Yep. I'm worried about season two because season one kind of did kind of it did kind of close things. Kind of, I was kind of happy where it ended up. It was yep. kind of done. So, um, but at that same time, if they've come up with something for season two, it's going to be a, a fantastic show. So, I'm. This is like the same as Silicon Valley. This is ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Royal Borealis. Almost a Royal Borealis. Mr. Robot was so good. So get on to that. That comes out. uh, There's no official date, but it's June, July this year. So we'll see how it comes out. Fear the Walking Dead. This is the Walking Dead show they actually like. It's AMC. It's the spinoff. Does it already have a season two? Yes. The first season was extremely short. It was like Uh, six six episodes, I think. Um, It was six episodes with uh, also an eight-part little five-minute net series that that mm. rang alongside it, which was actually set at the time of the TV show, but it was set inside of a plane that was flying during the outbreak. So there was zombies, zombies on a plane, effectively. These damn So this is on AMC, the same as Walking Dead, which we'll, we'll blend these two together. Fear the Walking Dead's just a spin, a spin on the tail. It's set in LA on the west coast. Um, 
So it's, it's set. You actually see the outbreak yep. of the of the apocalypse whilst in Walking Dead. You kind of got Rick waking up after yep. the apocalypse had, had happened and not knowing Rick what Grams. happened. So we're kind of getting a Rick little Grams, bit. Please. So we're kind of getting a little bit of insight. <laughs> it's set. It's set in an urban landscape, which is much more interesting. Why I kind of dropped off the Walking Dead like a season a bit ago because they're just walking around in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> there were the when like when they went back to Atlanta in like the last season I watched, it was kind of a bit more interesting in an urban landscape. And yeah, I, I, Fear Fear the Walking Dead. It's got a couple of annoying characters in it, but to me that's like an eight in terms. Of if you're a zombie fan, there are a few yeah. zombie shows around like I Zombie and stuff at the moment. That's the best one for mine. I I love Fear the Walking Dead purely because. It it does different things than all the other stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm going to spoil season two a little bit at at, at the moment. They're moving. F- the end of season two kind of hinted that they're moving from a city landscape, and they're trying to go out to a boat that's sitting in the bay. Yeah. So they go out in the water. Walking Dead. They've got Negan, the biggest villain of all time, coming into Walking Dead this season. He's the one that's in the graphic novel novels that does a bit of damage. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, that's interesting, but I can't watch it. I know there's a lot of Walking Dead fans out there that love the show. I used to love it. I used to watch. I used to down. I used to download. Yes. I, I should just. I, no, I, no, I, I, I plead the fifth. No, no, I'm not going to do the fifth because I wasn't actually. I wasn't. I was going to. Jackie tell you to plead the fifth. <laughs> I was downloading the Talking Dead, which is the talk show after the Walking oh, Dead, yeah. just because oh, I love the Walking Dead yeah. so much. So. Um, <laughs> From iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. official sources. <laughs> <laughs> so walk, the Walking Dead, I'm not watching anymore, so uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, I know lots of fans. So Walking Dead started this week on February 15th. Fear the Walking Dead starts on April 10th. Both on AMC. Here in Australia, uh, that's Foxtelville. So check it out. Um, now we've got a couple of Marvel shows, Agent Carter, Ag- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., January 19th, uh, Agent Carter started. You still Agents watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Start, I flick it in and out of, Ag- yeah. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not a big Marvel fan. And I've been told to watch Agent Carter, yeah. that it's a much better show than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Haven't done it. Um, but I am going to try and catch up on Agent Carter. I've got Marvel fanboy friends who would rate uh, Agent Carter like a 9 out of 10. Yeah. And yeah, Agents... Yeah, okay. Even some of them will do the tiring yeah. of Agents of Shield. So, but I've been told that the that the season just gone of Agents of Shield was super good. That go. the first season sucked, but this one's been super good. So, I might get back into it and see what's going on this season. Just try and pick it up where where it is because I was kind of interested in the synopsis where they said um, uh, the team squares off against both a sinister government um, mucky muck. <laughs> and a and a body snatching alien threat, so I'm interested in the alien thing. <laughs> yeah, I think they were um because I saw a, a an interview with Clark Gregg or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. who married who married the the chick who carried the watermelon in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, he he touched on a spoilery stuff where he's saying that origins of Hydra were explored in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, Hydra's obviously mentioned a few times in the Captain America yeah. films. So yeah. Yeah. that's Hydra. that's one of the reasons probably why I'd want to be yeah. 
catching up on Agents yeah. of Shield. Just, I know it's it's because I, I I like the idea of the Hydra and yeah 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 all that bad yeah bad organization. I think it's just something with, with, at the moment I'm dedicated to so DC rules the television space for mine. So it's kind of I'm dedicating my hours of TV to yeah. watching the D, DC, the DC yeah. shows. And I understand that Marvel fans will watch these and they probably won't be interested in some of the... Like, I, I'd say most Marvel fans will be interested in The Flash because I think Flash isn't that far a step from most yeah. Marvel, Marvel... But Green Arrow, the, the Green Arrow and Gotham and stuff, well, yeah. I don't think they'll be into it. But anyway. Sounds like one, one thing I'm gathering from all your mm-hmm. ramblings about all this is that the DC characters, the Batmans, the, the bad yeah. guys, yeah. seem to be all... Shared around, shared from around. all the different people making these shows. Whereas yeah, yeah. Agents of Shield can't like they seem to be Spider-Man more restricted. Or, yeah, 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 because yeah. of the stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, Marvel must have sold off. Yeah, the way I mean, they sold off all of the rights to. Specific, I mean, when you look at the DC, you look at the DC shows and you think that Supergirl's on CBS. And the Flash is on the CW, yep. but those two networks got together and organised with DC. Yeah, we're going to share these characters, yeah. even, even though we're on different net- yeah. networks. That's and the world that DC's in, and, and this is why the Lego stuff works so well because because mm. it's the Lego entity. Mm. They work with it doesn't matter who it is, and yep. they've got free. And it's stupid. This whole oh, we can't use Spider Man in because there might be an episode where Spider Man helps out Shield. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. No, there's it's no doubt about that. It's crazy. It's the world, it's the world we live budget. in. It's the world we live in. Oh. And it's TV, so it's small budget stuff. Um, yeah, but um, I'm going to try and give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a go. And I'm definitely going to watch some Agent Carter. But it's... Uh, I don't know what season Agent Carter is. I think it's two. Season two, yeah. Yeah, so... I'll give that a go. Agents, Agents and Shield are just going to try and pick up from where it is. I'm I can't not going to, believe I'm they haven't made like a proper X Men type X Force or X Factor, you know. Well, there is an X Force oh, coming uh, out. Yeah, there the is. The movie, but. Yeah, the movie. There's yeah, a Defenders that's yeah, coming out. Yeah. 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 yeah, there is a Defenders. The. Uh, yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. And that's Netflix. when they're going to bring in cable and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 All right. So, whilst, whilst, whilst we're talking of Netflix. Not flock. Luke there will, Cage. There will be two Marvel shows coming out this year. Luke Cage is definitely confirmed for around November 2016. Yep. Marvel's Iron Fist. Which is supposed to be a Netflix movie. That's supposed to be late. They've only said late 2016, yep. but I've also seen where they've said 2017. So, And Frank Castle is getting his own uh, series too. Yes. Yep. So after Luke Cage, obviously... Um, We've been exposed to in Jessica Jones in terms of like basically yep. being introduced to the character. Little bit of Iron Fist as uh, well. Easter eggs, yeah. Easter eggs in, in there. So I'm really looking forward to Luke Cage, maybe uh, probably 8 out of 10 is my anticipation. Iron Fist, I know very little about. Yep. So um, it's it's similar to Doctor Strange, but. Yeah. He has more. Reading some of the synopsis and stuff about, I'm interested when I read because I didn't know anything about Iron Fist re- really. When I just saw the words Kung Fu Mastery in terms yeah. of, this, I was like, all right, I mean, that's good enough for me. It'll make a great TV show if they do that training and great, you, I think great I'd, fight I'd, I'd like this because um, I watched a fair few Kung Fu movies back on the SBS. But then there was <laughs> uh, back in the back in the day, there was something <laughs> that concerned me Ooh. when he said yeah. like. 
his fist, like he he summoned or focused the power of the chi, and then that turned his thing into an iron fist, fist. like the natural energy, like the yeah. force. Or, or oh, things. cool! So, right. so we'll see how it goes. I'm um, looking forward to Luke's Cage, eight out of ten, Marvel fist. I don't know anything about. Marvel fist. I think it's probably. Oh yeah, it's probably. Um, Probably a good thing that I don't know any, any, anything. I'll go. I'll, I like to go in fresh. So I'm going to get. Uh, still, uh, still, I like to go in fresh. Seven uh, fist pumps. Seven fist pumps. Seven iron. Like fisters. even Jessica Jones, we didn't we didn't know anything about her. Yeah. And it was seven iron fists. <laughs> 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 just change the order in the which way you said that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm staying with them seven iron fisters. Okay. You just have seven iron fistins? <laughs> no, f- fisters. Fisters. Oh, Plural. Plural. <laughs> but we're leaving that in the podcast because it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next show is one that I only just come across on CBS. Brains. It's Brain Dead. And it's kind of like, um, it follows a story where um, one of the staffers in Capitol Hill in the US, yep. like, like the government building there, he realises that... Uh, Aliens have taken over a number of the brains of the congressmen. Awesome. <laughs> it's like Mars attacks. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> so um, I'm that, I don't know, uh, eight out of ten, it's going to be a good show. So that's coming out in the middle of the year. Now, one piece of bad news for Doctor nerd folk who. out there. No Doctor Who this year. So... Although they are preparing the next series for 2017 release. So you're going to have right. to wait. The Daleks, and uh, Peter Jackson the, is going to direct a few episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The Daleks oh, all look the same, so yep. they, they just gather a bit of dust in storage. Cause yep. now Daleks always look the same. Now, we've, got, we've put links to all these TV shows in the show notes of here. Um, there are some honorable men- mentions. I'm just going to mention their titles and release dates. We won't go through them. Um, these are shows that I saw int- that, that interested me, but I wasn't sure what they were about. There's not many trailers and stuff around. There's Stranger Things on Netflix. It's uh, got Winona Ryder in it. Um, mm. A mother whose sons disappeared. It's a bit of a dark, like a supernatural sto- story. So that interests me a bit. Got um, Baskets with with Zach Galifianakis in it, where he plays uh, like a Paris circus clown. <laughs> Who can only find work in a rodeo? So it's, um, but apparently it's kind of a little bit of a black comedy. So that comes out, I think, this week actually. Is it going to have bat toots in it? (laughs) I do not know. Bat toots. Any bat toots? Um, So how many bat toots are you giving there? I'm not giving, these are just, uh, just, no bat toots. These are just the honorable mentions. You trying Um, to trash talk? (laughs) So this is, the next one Welcome is Roadies, June 26th on Showtime. This is another J.J. Abrams produced show. This is oh, like geez. a this is like a comedy drama around like some roadies. Oh, it's yeah. like an almost famous type yeah. thing going yeah. on. Have, have you seen a person of interest? No. Oh my god! You no, got to watch that. I've watched all four seasons. Now this week on the Sci Fi Channel, there's a show called Magicians that is coming out. I've seen some actually previous to this on Foxtel here in Australia. Um, so it's kind of um, it's kind of like it's a school where people go and effectively what he thinks he is as a magician but really he's yeah. an illusionist and the school that he goes to kind of release his real magical powers so it'll be interesting to see what it's like the special effects look good which usually for me on a sci-fi channel tv yep. show they can be a bit yeah, like yeah. warehouse 13 like dodgy <laughs> stuff so um so that's int- interesting. It, it had 
Warehouse 13 had potential. It but did. It lost potential. See. 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 Not seen enough of it. Could have been good, but oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so, and the final one uh, to mention is a show called The Path, which is on Hulu. I don't know where it's going to air here in Australia, but obviously overseas you'll be able to watch yep. it on Hulu in the States on March 30. Um, it follows, um, it's it's about a family that finds itself under the, inf- the influence of a cult leader. So, um, yeah, so it's got Aaron Paul in it, in the lead role, which is why it took my interest. So, and it's, Kind of getting some good preview reviews, so definitely March 30, The Path, Aaron Paul, check it out, it'll be fun. Second edition of the Meaning of Life series, where we where we uh, investigate the meaning of sayings that we use, but we've really got no, no idea, idea where it came from. Where they came from. So this week we'll be looking at Saved by the Bell. Now, I think most people, I think, would say by the bell would be a uh, a boxing term that they'd be used to. Yeah. The bell goes, you've been knocked out, but you've been saved. You never get to count of ten. So that story has been around, and I think it's the mainstream yep. story, which everyone accepts. Since the 19th century, I think everyone's accepted that's the case. That's Say what that it is. Well. But looking into this saying, there is a more macabre version of events. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the 1700s, um, there's a little bit of, of, uh, of illness going around the joint. Plaguey, like, plague, plaguey, plague, plague. A little, little bit of a little bit of black plague, bubonic, <laughs> yeah. bubonic proportion, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Rats just running loose, letting germs off all over the place. So you had the um, had the tendency to not live as long as you may well should. Anyway, you may also not be quite dead, <laughs> being an illness. Well, couldn't they, were, they check the pulse? Yeah, but they were quite keen to shuffle you off out of the streets and make sure no one got sick. So they. At times they may. At times they may have put you into a box before your time, and put you under the earth. To um, if someone maybe got well in the meantime whilst they're under the thing, 
There's stories going around that they may have put bells inside the coffin, so if you did wake up, you could give it a bit of a ring. No, wasn't there a rope or something? To the, yeah. 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 So you could ring this thing, and um, they come and pick you up yeah. and say, Trev, sorry, mate. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. Trev didn't mean Trev, to bury you. Trevor's in the grave. Yeah. Trevor's in the tree. Trevor's in the grave. Now, oh, she, you know the girl in that ad? Yeah. The Trevor in the tree you bumped ad? bumped into her. No, she is on a telly movie series with um, an Australian actress who's in a lot of Australian oh, stuff. Oh, you're talking about the girl of the dark here. Yeah. yeah, not the not the hot one. No, no, no the the um the girl that the the fireman ran into their car. He jumped on the. He jumped on the. Uh, <laughs> got no idea how we got onto this? Where, where were you talking about people dying in seventeen hundreds in graves? No, no. Amy, is it Amy now we're talking about some. It's Amy Insurance. Yeah, yeah, it's pertinent. Yeah. So there's one bloke dressed as a fireman and the other bloke as dressed a as a nurse. Sexy nurse. Yeah. Sexy nurse. And he jumps out of the tree. Onto the onto yeah. her Trump, car. Yeah. Yeah. But now she's she's a legit yeah, yeah, TV the, actress. Yeah. yeah. She's she's made the, it. The cute one. Yeah. Yeah. She's made it. Still not as cute as the lady in uh, the cash converters ad, though. No. We're not going. She's a hottie. Because <laughs> yeah, if we go down this line of thing, we'll start getting to the war of the Toyota girl and the Ford girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a dangerous place to go. <laughs> anyway, going back to the... To Trev- Trevor in the coffin. Trevor in the ground. We forgot, Trevor in the coffin. We've forgotten yeah. about Trevor in the coffin. He's there. He's breathing. He's six foot under. And he needs out. He's still got a bit of life to lead. So there were stories and I premise this by saying that the invention of the ringing bell in the coffin yeah. was real, but there's no evidence that it was actually ever used. Ah. But it, it, like it was made, so it's, yeah. they must have done it at some point, you'd think. You'd think. But imagine it's like you, you, you get up and then you, you're in the coffin and then... No. You freak out and you die. Talk for desperate measures. Yeah, but what? What? what why if you falling asleep in the first place? Is it because you're a little bit sick, or? Well, no. If you if you get to the point where you're passed out and your breathing is so shallow and stuff that you can barely. But you, you can, but he would still have a heartbeat, wouldn't he? Yeah, but did they have stethoscopes? But they could like the hold your chest. Oh. Yeah, but it still happens now. Mm. Like. Um, you hear sometimes like ambulance workers and stuff. They pronounce oh, someone's dead. dead, and then all of a sudden, next minute, hey, it's John out here. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, <it's> all right. <laughs> and then obviously there's um, <laughs> we can go back to the Hayden Christensen film ninety, 90 minutes. <laughs> <in heaven. laughs> like, which, which we got to watch. Yeah, which we now have, and we're yeah. going to watch it. All right. Um, so and he was dead for ninety minutes, and he came back. So he would have been in that coffin for an hour and a half. But I mean, like being in a coffin, getting buried. Yeah. You're Thought to be dead for quite yeah. a long time, but don't they do so, that in the desert out in central Nevada? And, I don't know. This I don't is know. like seventeen hundreds. I assume this is the back streets of London or something. I don't, I don't know. Jack the Ripper. But yeah, anyway. So there's the two stories. The second one is an interesting one, even if it's fake. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 going with that because I like it more than a boxing one. Even though the boxing one is actually where it came yeah. from. Yeah. Makes sense. So so whenever I'm in a pub and I've had a few pints. I'm going with the coffin bell. That's the <laughs> yeah. story I'm going with. Because no one's really going to know that. And no one's going to know. It's a good... Although everyone has got a smartphone, they can Google that shit up in the phone. In the pub. So <laughs> I, yeah. I got a funny story about a Sri Lankan who tried to break the record for being buried alive. Oh, oh God. In a, in a remote village. 
and they buried him yeah. and the family who buried him they went to sleep yeah. and they forgot about him and that was a really hot day <laughs> next minute man dead oh, <laughs> oh dear yeah yeah, I remember uh, like like it's on, and, and there was nobody to adjudicate the the record. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, it reminds me of a story. It kind of like it's kind of reverse. But it reminds me of this story that I heard on Mysterious Universe once, where um, uh, there's this Indian like Swami guy, and he like yeah. he had a mega like an empire. Like, yeah. he was rich, and like he was keeping all his followers and stuff in money and feeding yeah. them and stuff. Anyway, he died of a heart attack. Yeah. And um, but um, all his followers, like the other top leaders and stuff, said they put him in a fridge. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> and like they just said, no, he's in a state of animation. Like he's, he's not uh, dead. Like, uh-huh. like, like he's not dead. He's just in like deep. That was like last year or something. Yeah, yeah. It was just like so they wouldn't lose like all the wealth and stuff that that's around. Those. No, he's not dead. He's just in the fridge. <laughs> He's just chilling out. He's our friend in the fridge. Yeah. I'm going to find... He's having a cool party. Yeah. Cool party. I'm actually... He's chilling out. I'm actually going to find a link to that story on the Mysterious Universe <laughs> website and uh, and I'll put it in the show notes because it is a great, great read. He's having a bit of harvest. Anyway, that's the end of episode seven. We're, we're all over for this. We're... Yep. Done. We're spent. We've got I like how it's an X Files episode. Nothing left to give. And and we're talking about the nineties. And you mentioned Saved by the Bell because clearly you were referring to Screech, Screech. Screechy, Screech, Screech. <laughs> Mr. Belding, Mr. Belding, <laughs> Mr. Belding. <laughs> jeez. And then he ended up on Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll do a Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero special. Where, I, I, where I, are they now? Where are they now? Special? Are you going to put a link to his sex tape? No, God no, no. <laughs> Why he's listening? <laughs> Can't talk of such things. Yeah. So anyway, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back for the next episode in a couple of weeks. Um, but to keep up with all the latest Rebel Scum news, go to our website rebelscumradio.com. Um, again, you can follow us on all our social accounts: Facebook, Twitter, Insta, and YouTube. Podcast wherever you can find it. Yep. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Um, Podbean wherever, wherever you want to go where We are already there And yeah If you've got any comments you got any ideas for mixes For um, anything you want us to um, to cover any, on the any show fan art, if fan, you've got Any fan oh. art Any fan art for the Instagram account Yes yeah. yeah, Send us your drawing Send yeah. it to us we'll, we'll, we'll promote it Tag us uh, on Instagram Yes Tag us on Instagram You put a drop shadow on the Rebel Scum Radio logo yeah, because I needed Deadpool to sit on there. Oh, yeah. I see what you did. Because it, it would look funny if it was Ooh, too We've got a war of the designers. Look out. <laughs> no, nah, it's all right. Because <laughs> it looked all right. No, because it would look funny if he was sitting on a two-dimensional. Just for that, that one. Anyway, that is it. That's the end of the show. We hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be back. We're going to leave you with a little bit of a, a tune here. What tune are we going to leave them with? K-pop. Damn straight. Why not? We're K-pop going to leave you with is. some K-pop. I'm going to find the best K-pop song I can. What's, what's the TV station on, on... Is it Channel 31 has a K-pop special? Um, every Saturday morning, SBS has... Oh, um, SBS. SBS oh. has... Uh, pop Asia, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Pop, yeah. pop. It's, actually, some of the Asian pop is some of the best pop music going around today. I, I stand by that. Mm. Like, it's the most... They take more risks than, than Western pop music does. 
So if you ever want to get on the SBS website wherever you are around the world, I wonder how many. I think you can get it on demand and check it out. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. I wonder how many hits um, Gundam like, Style's got now these yeah. days. I wonder. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, <laughs> just 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 be careful because if you like a thirty-seven-year-old man and you you're in like Detroit, Michigan, or something, and you Saturday morning you're scooting around the floorboards in your socks, listening to K-pop, just close your curtains. You, no one needs to see that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're going to leave you with some K-pop Suddenly now. I've got a window into Carlos's personal... <laughs> was this like a ris- risky business remake? Opening <laughs> right here in the kitchen. Aurora Borealis. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In your, in your socks. In your socks. Suffering, Suffering your, your socks. socks. <laughs> Suffering your socks. That is... Oh, we're going to talk about that we're one. We're going to talk about that one. Suffering your jocks. Suffering your jocks will be the next meaning of life. Oh, that's gold. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode. Laters. Laters. Shorty, 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 shorty